0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang
1: and that's you
0: for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. You're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here? You ain't here with the Bruce Wayne. This ish the King of Kings, the King of content of all YouTube, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the Notorious One, new, 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 new world. a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator Coach Adamus. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with the Sea God Allah with more nicknames than anybody in the game and more facts than anybody else can stack. We got the eight-time, eight-time demonetized champion <laughs> in the building of the world. And we back in here for some more truth. Today's episode, Gen Z Ditches Marriage and Family. Will this be the biggest mistake that a Gen Zer can ever make? We're gonna go into that conversation. And we got a lot of great other subject matters for you. Buckle up your seatbelt. We missed the Thursdays after we we missed Thursday night rosky last night, the second one running, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. We missed it because I, I was at a hockey game last night and I had tickets good tickets, and I had me a Brazilian chick that needed to get throttled afterwards just out of companionship, and so I had to put off the stream, all right, and the Vegas Knights beat the LA Kings last night, and I do have a little bit of sympathy for the LA Kings being growing up, and I was a Kings fan, if you will, and uh, yeah, man, I had to go to the Knights versus Kings. I could not miss that game, but anyway, man, it is what it is, all right? All right. It is what it is. And we got a great show line for you. By the way, we're gonna have a double header today. I normally don't do Friday night, but we're gonna do Friday night. And we also gonna do Saturday for Money Mindset, just this Saturday, money mindset and our local stream instead of our normal time on Sunday, because there's something that I gotta be doing around here. You know what it is. Hold on. I got some plans coming up next week. So we're gonna do it on Saturday instead of Sunday, but I'll make sure I alert everybody over there. If you want the local stream, CoachGregAdams.locals.com. If you want the Patreon Money Mindset Group fifty dollar level per month, you can go to patreoncom backslash Adams. With that being said, how you how do you promote? How do you uh, contribute to the day show? How do you how do you do it? All right, dollar signs. The Notorious CGA is alive and well. Cash app finally unblocked me. They finally unlocked my account and they finally stopped trying to steal my money. Mm. Uh, You know what? The timing is odd. The timing is odd. You know what I mean? I don't celebrate loss of life, but sometimes this is how people got to wake up. They finally got my money after holding my ish for about three weeks. All right. But uh, it is what it is. And that is donated. That goes straight to the baby mama terrorist fund because a child is a terrible thing to waste. This is not income. I still ain't got no job. But by the way, got to sign the Notorious CGA uh, on the Cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can also super chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. Yeah, you can super chat. New, 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 new Interesting World enough, War. it is Easter weekend. It's been quiet around the home front. I don't think people celebrate Easter like that no more. You know, sorry, Christians. You know, the Christians probably taking another L, but it's a pagan holiday nonetheless. But people aren't in the holiday spirit these days. Even even the Christmas holiday isn't what it used to be. Easter, man, kind of quiet around the home front. But for those who celebrate um, the, the resurrection of your personal Lord and Savior, shout out to you. Hope you guys have a good weekend. That's maybe why I'm also pushing the stream up. Cause y'all going to be in church <laughs> y'all y'all lukewarm Christians going to be in church with y'all suits on and your Easter hat. Yeah, we'll do that. But everybody that's on the debaucherous level at the junior college, we're not going to be in church. Yeah, we ain't going to be in church, but uh shout out to those who do. <laughs> all right. Anyway, G Deacon clap cheeks is waiting for you guys for Easter service and all you backsliders that are we walking back in church where you been all year sister girl. Where you been, Sister Stephanie, with the big yams all in the back of that skirt? Oh, my goodness. Deacon Chalky's going to be out there. Pastor Reverend Porkchop going to be delivering the best sermon. These lukewarm Christians coming back in and all these sisters, you know what I mean, with the thick, thick thighs. You know, they just got the Coke bottle shape. They coming in there. And there's going to be some Mastodons. Shout out to the Mastodons coming in there as well. But anyway, I'm not trying to piss on religion. All right, but listen, it is what it is. Let's get to the earlier contributors. Oh, you see the subjects uh, below, down below. Uh, Steven Tyler finally acknowledges and responds to the thing that has been out there, and I just was talking about it. I was just talking about jailbait. Remember that? I was just talking about jailbait, and then people kind of made references to it in the stream, and this, this subject matter about Steven Tyler, unfortunately, has been out for a long time. I mean, everybody's known this story. In fact, Somebody wrote a book about it. I mean, him and his relationship with this young lady. All right, back in the day. And uh, here we go. You know what I mean? Right on schedule. Here we are. Steven Tyler's had to deal with this information today and deny it. And we're going to go over that because it actually piggybacks on something I'm talking about here. We're going to do As the New World Order Turns. Another new segment by CG8. It's kind of like the doom and gloom, but as the New World Order Turns, we're going to give you an update. And uh, we're going to have the single mother uh, car wreck derby. We have the single mother car wreck derby coming up. We're going to show you that on straggle and sniggle theater. All right. Without further ado, let's acknowledge the earlier contributors to the show before I get too far behind. Mr. Choplin of TJ ship says indecisiveness indecisiveness is paralysis by analysis. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. One of the worst things you can, you'll be doing in your life is making the inability to make decisions. Yeah, we talked about that in the blue chip mindset. Paralysis by analysis. Okay. Indecisiveness is a killer. All right, because you want the best of both worlds, you greedy of them All right, shout out to Albert Wesker. says, Gen Z XXs will ruin society worse than the boomers did. Dang, the boomers. The boomers did a number on us, but in many communities, yeah, this is going to be true. Uh, the Gen X women don't have any um they they don't have they they're kind of selfish and self-centered. Also, people panders to them quite a bit. We got a lot of panda bears out here, people pandering to women. I mean, even a Jezebel, they'll pander to a Jezebel and get, still give her value. And then they'll belittle a man that has greater value, significantly greater, only because this Jezebel happens to be attractive. You know what I mean? Like, but she'd have been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel, and here they come. <laughs> here they come they'll be like well this this guy over here he's and you're like she clearly a jezebel mm. but what do we learn about the jezebel most people love the jezebel and let her get away with things even her husband king ahab even her husband did it and it wasn't it wasn't if and it wasn't for the spirit of elijah that we walk in calling out the jezebels calling about the simps to support the Jezebel through their weakness of their loin, who only qualifies women versus men, ask her how attractive she is. How in the world do you see the world not getting worse because men are weak to their loins? They they give women greater value because she's somewhat attractive and she's a Jezebel. Not only that, Lilith Lilith, and the de- her den of demons were very important to her. When women walk in the spirit of Lilith, which is rebellion, she depends on her den of demons, which is simps, who does the will of Lilith in the presence of the righteous man, right? That's what happens. That's what we have in America. And if you want to know what happens in the black community, that is the exact prescription. That is the exact recipe that the black community operates in. They allow dysfunction and Jezebel to ruin herself and then when the men get to the position that he's worked hard for, they tell that man that the Jezebel still presides higher than the men of value. Isn't it crazy? It is absolutely crazy. It's reprehensible, but it is what it is. Oh, sorry. Roberto Romain. <laughs> I always get your name wrong. Roberto Moreno says, sending you hearts. CGA goat. All right. Appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that, brother. David Dew says, single Latina moms promoting family, but wants it only twice a month. Wait, she wants a family twice a month? What is that? He's a hell no. If they say relationships. Wait, if they say serious relationships, I think um, you missed some words. You missed some words. I'm trying to read it. He says, if they say single relationships and something, does that run? I'm not sure what happened there. Sorry. Anthony Allen says, oh, Anthony Allen says, uh, what did he say? Double A says, glad to see you back, coach. He says, you okay? What's up for the weekend? What is up for the weekend, y'all? Hold on for a second. Where's my button? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? It is the weekend. That shit ain't nothing but another two days that Ninja's act crazy on. And then it's gone and everybody feels effed up the ass because they spent their last on shit that they wouldn't get. No other days of the week because they too damn cheap Been keeping the act up for 48 hours. They weekend warriors, but weekday cowards. All right. Shout out to Cam in in the building. All right, man. Yeah. Weekend warriors, but weekday cowards out here. We got a lot of weekend and keyboard warriors, but in present and YouTube cowards. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody got so much heart. All right. Anyway. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to David Dude, also paying my dues. Coach, you saved me, and you don't miss. Thanks for having me back, Greg. I owe you one. Shout out to you, and you also followed up and says, please give me or give us more doom and gloom, coach. It helps us all. We need a daily dose of reality and tough love. Thank you, man. We got to catch up. Justin O, lunch with my dad. He's a game ninja coach. Shout out to the game guys. And the players from the Himalayas still running around here as, you know, the the game guys and the players are basically the people who inhabit the den of demons, you know, like the den. They, They are the demons in the den. But shout out to them still thinking they're doing something out here. See, the players back in our day, I'm a player. I'm a player. Back in the day, players actually did something Because they got something what we perceived as valuable from people who weren't throwing that shit all over the damn world. And I like getting peace leave is something relative easy, whether you buy it directly or indirectly. It's not something that is a difficult task. (laughs) Right. It is for many men. It is for many men. But if you actually work your way up, it is not difficult to get it. Women have monetized it. Women have just thrown it around and slain it all over the damn plantation. However, players still think that they're the same players from back in the day. And that ain't it. That ain't it. It ain't it. But keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to the reform. Ray Ray. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Newski says Gumps tried to get cloud off CGA. He says, but he too busy at the junior college and getting that money. I got money. He says these men's priorities are all the way messed up, messed up all the way, man. Free agent lifestyle for life. I'm, I'm here to try to help men. I'm not here to try to brag. All right. Because the, listen, the receipts speak for themselves. You know, it is what it is, but people, man, dudes got they shit all out of whack. Speaking of, but all the shit going on in the world, we oftentimes be trying to We be trying to do shit that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. I tell you what matters. I focus on my show. What's relative to the world today. Rational or rationality says going to hunt some mastodons this weekend. Some mastodon eggs. You hunting mastodon eggs on Saturday night. Your boy Scoop. Keep punching these bitches in the mouth. TGI Friday. Thank you, man. Oh, we still got some more. Roberto says if you dig. You'll see Led Zeppelin and Bono from YouTube 2 were with underage girls sipping that tea. Wow, man. Hey, listen. Um, We talked about that. I don't want to go too far into it. And if we don't want we don't want to dig. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's the thing because, you know, a lot of people are going to lose their spot for real, man. I mean, this thing with the, uh, the, um, the jailbait and what was. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I'm gonna do these super chats. The problem is we never have context. And um, I'm gonna get to it in the show. Context is important. Some stuff was overlooked. Is it was it right that it was overlooked? No. Uh, but we have to understand context because so now coming forward 40 years, everything looks foul as hell. Mm. Everything looks foul. All right, speaking by my mind, says he and whatever we'll get to it when we get to it cga speaking my mind says cga went to san francisco last night to get his money (laughs) and run and yes i had to go get my bag and
1: run run.
0: (laughs) you had the money bag yeah i had to go to san francisco and i you know it's gonna look weird they're gonna be like oh this happened and cga was missing from his live stream he was complaining about his money on cash app somebody got deleted y'all gonna be trying to piece the puzzles together and shit Y'all going to try to piece the puzzle together. Wait, CGA was missing last night. That CEO was listening. He was outside leaking in the street. Y'all going to be trying to put me on the scene of the crime. It wasn't me. It wasn't me out here. I didn't do it. (laughs) I didn't do that shit. It was the previous day, but I get it, man. I was pissed the hell off about what was going on. All right, we got uh legal Latina heat says CGA will grrr, details take over the Latino world order. Indeed. Well, this is the year of the women. It is. It is the year of women, so they will. Shout out to the Latino world order out here. New, 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 new world order. All right, JC gave my Juco her walking papers. Monk mode season. Yeah, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man. People got to understand how it worked at Juco. They're not supposed to be around for a long time. I mean, if you can find a decent one, yeah. But most of them, you know, for a season. Son Moses says bought investment grade gold about two months ago, as you suggested. And of course, we don't give financial advice, but I told you to pay attention. And what happened? Return of investment is return of investment is already 16%. PCGA and free agent lifestyle for life. If you haven't been paying, been paying attention, gold, gold, um. Again, cross the $2,000 line. Guys, I don't know if you realize the significance of that. It crossed the $2,000 threshold, and I'm sure it's probably going to get as high as $2,500, maybe higher as we transition into the as the New World Order attorney. Cha- uh, new, 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 new World Order. All right. No government name says divorce attorney 12 years. Wait, no. Divorce after 12 years. All right. All right. Shout out to you. Okay. I, I think I ate, uh, talked about that. Shout out to a cook In It. Cooking It. Health insurance eats child support. Uh oh. Health insurance eats child support. Hold on for a second. Wait, where's my rent due in here? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Wait a minute. I done pressed the wrong button. Can y'all hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? You guys can hear me. I done pressed the wrong button. Not untuned off the show. Can you guys hear me still? All right. Anyway, um, I pressed the button and I can't really seem to. OK, we can hear. Thank you, brothers. All right. I pressed the mute button on my keyboard. OK, so shout out health insurance eats child support. All right. That's interesting. We got um. let me see here. OK, good. DGC Moore says blessings working 18 hours a day catching up on the replay. Indeed, and last two and we're going to get on first time long time. He says, just drop it off tuition. And that's for my brother, Mr. Antoine Daniels. No, it's not. (laughs) Shout out to Ant. I think it's Anton. All right. Shout out to Mr. Walton in the building. First time, long time with the co-sponsorship and cooking. It says lost my job moving house. Almost sold. All right. And if you looked at the job numbers, they said the job numbers are increasing. More people are employed, of course. It was from the previous quarter, but when we get the next quarter's job numbers, job numbers is going to be reprehensible. Let's get to it. What should we do? Straggling Sniggle Theater because I'm out of order and the show is already gone. Let's do something fun. Hit the like button. Straggling Sniggle Theater. We'll go out of order. All right, because we'll do it. We'll run it. Bill Bill O'Reilly says we'll run it. All right, let's get the straggle and sniggle theater. All right, we're going to go out of order. We'll come back to as the New World Order turns. Here we go right here, straggle the and sniggle theater, the battle of the baby mamas, the car derby, the car wreck derby. But remember, they used to have that car wreck derby. All right, let's take in the straggle sniggle theater here. Um, It looks like two baby moms are fighting over pookies. All right, two, two baby moms are fighting over pookies. We're going to take a look live on the scene and if you want to guess what city this is, go on ahead and guess. All right, hold on for a second. We'll start it up right here. Oh, hold on for a second. Let's get it all queued up. All right, here we go right here. Is that a Nissan Ultima? That is not a Nissan Ultima. The car of the Strag, all right? The, the supporting sponsor car of the Straggle Daggle. All right, every upstart Straggle Daggle has a Nissan Ultima. Here we go. Oh, man. Oh, hell no. What is this? Oh, that's not a Dodge. Oh, uh, What in the world? Oh, hell no. They can get out the car, too. Oh, man. I bet you she had those little flip-flops on, too. And, of course, a Dodge Challenger, too. All right. These are all the indicative cars of bad credit. All right. For sure. And I've been saying I've been this Nissan Ultimate shit. I called this shit out in 2018. So I don't want to hear it. I've been talking about the Nissan Altima since the beginning. By the way, what's going on with these cars, man? What are they fighting over? Let's see it again. Oh, man. And then these women will say it's the black man's fault. It's black men out here acting up. Well, you drove me to act crazy. Oh, man. What is this car derby shit? <laughs> And there's a dude holding a baby. What is this here? Oh, man, she called it. what in the world? These cars, man, are not built to be doing this. I mean, you'd be lucky to go over 70 miles an hour in many of these cars and be able to keep the steering wheel from uh, jumping off into your arms here. What is going on when the Communita, Communita, is that a baby in his hand? What is this? Look Look at Pookie in the back. Hey, Pookie in the back. Now, look at this straggle-daggle right here. Can y'all see this draggle daggle Let me make the, get this up here. What is going on? Look at this straggle-daggle right here. All right, she is irate. Oh, wig flying and all that. The passenger seat all in the passenger seat. Oh. Pookie. Pookie holding the towel. Who's winning this? These cars are not built for that. Trust me, you don't even want to mess around with these vehicles, man. These vehicles are not meant for this type of thing. You know what I mean? But I wonder what happened. I wonder what he did. I'm sure he's the problem here. <laughs> Them cars going to be donezo. right, straggle and sniggle. What city is that? That looks like a pretty decent city. That might be a city in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. Right? That's not even... Mi- well, mm, nah, that's Houston. Mm. That definitely is Houston. <laughs> he said, that's a V6 Charger. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that ain't even the V8. No hear me or nothing in that damn thing. God dang, man. All right, next story. This is reprehensible. Next story in Straggle, uh and Sniggle Theater, a thick country girl, pog for you brothers, wrangles a possum at the honky-tonk. Let's go with this one. A thick pog. Check her out, man. She thick out here. Hello, brothers alike. Yeah,
2: that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother.
0: Let's go ahead and show it for the brothers. <laughs> All right, look at that thing right there. Brothers is like, Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. It's a black man's kryptonite right here. That's your dream right there. But she a big country girl. She done wrangled a possum at the honky tonk. All right, let me show you what happens. This is some some small town-ish. She done wrangled a possum. Look at this girl. The dude trying to pet the The men in here scared more than this woman. Look at that thing right there. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. She done wrangled that damn possum at the honky-tonk. All right, look at her. She ain't scared of nothing. Look at them calves on that woman. Look at them cankles. Hey, man, she ain't scared. You got to give it up to her, man. Look at the men are more scared. And she got that blonde hair, so that's really going to give her, oh, no, not the tattoos on the thigh. Look at her. Black man's dream right there, man. He ready.
2: Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir,
0: brother. <laughs> brothers is like, yes, sir. White dudes is skinny white dudes that look like Kid Rock lining up around the corner to get their turn. All right, Kid Rock Kid Rock fans are lining up around the corner. They're like, that's exactly what I want. That's a woman. Now, that's a woman. All right, here we go. There she is, and she confident. Hey, man, don't mess around with her. She know how to, damn, titty sagging and shit. All right, do not mess around with her. This is a live possum, too. She ain't scared. Hey, man, you need you. uh-oh. What is this one doing? This is what I'm talking about. Where that flatback at? Let's talk about that flatback sitting right there. Crystal Metheny's sister. All right. Uh, But look at this girl, uh, guys, right here. Look at the guys. Look at the guys. He tripping all over his girl. <laughs> look at this dude right here. He's so scared and trying to get away. He tripping over his own feet. Chad. Drunk Chad. All right. He tripping over his own damn feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, man. We... We down bad out here, guys. <laughs> oh, that girl. Yeah, he shook it. He running. He like, oh, get <laughs> that. All right. And even the bar, this dude right here, he the bar manager. He been a bar manager for 50, 11 years. All right. And so he knows this girl. He known her since she was a little girl. And she came back into town after she done left to go see her man in Rock Springs, Wyoming. She came back and he like, girl, you done grew up and out. Since you, last time I saw you. All right, here we go. All right, look at this boy. Yep, you done grew up and out. She did grew up and out for sure. All right, anyway, now we got the girl with the possum sisters. Are y'all doing this? <laughs> trailer Chad, yeah. All right, there's another girl. She got the same uniform. She flat back. Look at the girls, the feminist in the background, laughing and sniggling, but they scared to death. They didn't clustered up. Here go the, the dudes in the honky-tonk, trailer park trad and them. All right, holding a beer. They're they're holding their rainbow can of Budweiser. Mm. These guys right here, they're holding their Dillith, Dylan rainbow can of Budweiser. These boys sitting around here, scared as piss, talking about what they gonna shoot and what they gonna fish. Butterfly and they seen this possum and they was like, "Oh hell no!" All right. Anyway, let's continue with the thing here. All right, boy, she a thickin' too. All right, they tried to get in there, but he don't want no heat. He like, can I take a picture? Picture of what? That thing. All right, that thing there. She ain't really busted out here like that. All right, here we go. Look, it's live. It is pointing. To that. Okay, shout out to that soggy. Yeah. <laughs> those type of women, those type, she's <laughs> a dinner is here. <laughs> There's somebody outside waiting for her to dump it in the trash can. Like, let me get at that. Roadkill. All right. Shout out to uh everybody in Wyoming eating roadkill this afternoon. All right. I see you guys are uh <laughs> eating high off the hog here. All right, here we go. Right here, we have a woman. <sighs> what are we doing here? Somebody said this uh casino manager said this that this happens literally on a daily basis since the gambler thinks they, they're on a winning streak and refuse to go and get up because. It will ruin their luck. Well, take a look here. Allegedly, allegedly, this woman is sitting in her seat. Sister, I think this is a sister. Are we this down bad as a people? I think our race of people, our species, we're done, yo. We're done. He said that's a normal thing in Vegas. This woman's pissing as she does not want to get up off of her goddamn slot machine. Send it. Hold on. Let's send it real quick you see this y'all we as a people as a people we gone and she's dressed very nicely she might actually even be a working girl who knows i don't think so they don't really be playing but she is allegedly (laughs) this has to be circus circus yeah this is not this is not the cosmopolitan right here this is not the cosmopolitan all right this is probably circus circus she is pissing on the floor y'all at the slot machine yeah idiocracy (laughs) As as a as a race of people, we're we're gone. We're gone. We're too far. It's too far gone. We're gonna have to go ahead. Hey man, at the end of the day, whether you don't like it or not, Thanos was you right. Did not
3: live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back
0: to me. Yeah. Um. Listen, as a race of people, Thanos was right. You know what I mean? We was watching the movie. I I knew he was right the entire time. I was like, yeah. Snap half of these people off. Yeah sounds like a plan to me but here we are <laughs> okay here we go um a uh woman here we go right here are these your reparations brothers would you accept this as reparations we're going to go to the scene i believe it's at the AVN awards some of our famous most best content creators go to the AVNs and pose with the porn stars and act like they ran game on her so shout out to Shout out to our great content creators that go to prom conventions and act like they pull in the bitches. You know, I mean, I'm like, that's some mega player pimping game. That's some player yeah, game. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I didn't Listen, that's some player skills for, that's some player skills I ain't seen coming for a long time. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about this. Let's talk about this. This woman is going to say, let's see here. We can pull her up at the ABNs. Uh, brothers, do you consider this reparations and white men? You guys need to start, start stepping up here.
2: I educate my little cocky betas, like my little bitch here, to understand that there is a lot of respect that they should have for black kings. Yes, absolutely. We're big fans of interracial porn. Are you aware that you're a black king?
0: Uh, no.
2: You're not aware that you're a black king?
0: Uh, you just made me aware.
2: See, and that's part of the problem. As that black man, especially in this country, you don't realize that you're a black king and you are. Thank you. Would you be at all uncomfortable if my beta sixty cuck back here showed his respect and bent down on all fours and kissed the ground in front of your feet? You're obviously his superior.
0: do not mind.
2: All right, little bitch. On all fours, you respect the ground he walks on, don't you?
0: Yes, goddess. Thank you, sir.
1: Should all little white boys be trained like you, bitch?
0: Yes, goddess. (laughs) Makes me feel good to know my place.
1: Donate to the ACLU.
0: How'd that make you feel? One nigga, it's me. I'm him. Okay, um, you know, on both sides of the coin here, a lot of black men would be like, sign me up. A lot of white guys, man, y'all got to get y'all uh, sense of spirit back. Y'all be really down bad. And you be into some fetishes that be quite nasty. All right, I've seen it. I haven't experienced it, but I haven't seen it. Right, <laughs> These white dudes be out here weak when it comes to the punani. All right, we think brothers are weak, and yes, brothers are weak. Right up there with Indian dudes. I would say you guys are the top two competing for top two simps in the nation with Latino brothers falling back behind. And the white men, yes. I mean, listen, all men are simps at this point. But this type of thing is reprehensible behavior. Y'all need to get a sense of uh, y'all selves out here. Letting these women come in here and get throttled by your neighbor in the eyes, wide shut? All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, brothers, do y'all consider that reparations? Would y'all be fine with that? White men running around, kissing your feet, letting you pleasure their wives. I know some brothers would be like, I'll take it, coach. If y- if I said, if I said, brothers, <laughs> if I said, hey, for, for about five days out of every month, that's the type of treatment you would get. Would you guys sign up for that instead of a $40,000 40, uh, $40, reparations check? What did y'all do? Y'all gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Asian men too, man. Asian men too. Yeah, man. Do we all be out here simping. It's bad. It's hard to do. We might have a show on who the biggest simps are. And people gonna get hurt ass feelings, man. I'm telling you, man. When we get down here, and we also we also might have to do um, we might have to do a vote on it as the biggest simps. But uh yeah, that show, man, there's gonna be people leaving with some hurt feelings. But I think worldwide, it's almost tough. It's almost difficult to figure out because, you know what I mean? Everybody's out here simping. And they think they winning, too. I, that's the sad part. See, see, see. the sad part is simps think they the ones winning in the end. That's why I'd be like, damn. And it's sad that you have to call simps out. But it is what it is. You got to be like, because people get offended. But well, what's the actual simp? A simp and a trick and a simp and a trick and an alpha and omega and the beta and the everybody throws these terms around like crazy the deity complex peace to the supreme being see god allah and peace to the whole coach gang and peace to the gods of the earth coach i just wanted to tell you to keep standing on your square in exactly the same fashion that you have been doing he says it is true or square right and exact he says the brothers tune in and listen and i mean all brothers skip the color hangups. We support you as we can. I support you with the mind that I want God to be able to say. To be able to say whatever he wants to without any financial fear. He says, because I know what said will be the truth. Indeed, and I am Allah himself and we are the gods. He says, last thing to consider, coach, almost every day you show and prove you're the universal magnet. He says, you're the universal magnetic. All right. And he says that all you had to do was wake up, grab some coffee, focus the camera, push the button and be God yourself. He says peace to the whole coach gang. And always remember, self is the only savior. Save I, then our shout out to him and shout out to the 5% and to the poor, righteous teachers out here. Indeed. Indeed. And forget that duff de- the deaf, dumb, and blind. We here. We are here. Shout out to you, man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Look, only the brave souls will survive. I'm going to just tell you that. If you really want to know the translation, only the brave souls will survive. All the weak shall perish. It is how the world works. Only the brave souls will survive. And if you ain't brave enough to cuff your balls and you always running behind women, wiping their rear ends for them, and I said that, you know what? I actually have a video and it gets proven every day. It gets proven every day. I'm not going to show it right now, but I, but, but I, I find that men and when women can't defend themselves, we live in an equal society and I'm not trying to say women should be able to defend themselves when they can't a simp will run right in front of the line for East leave for a little piece of e leave and some validation pat on their head. They will jump right in front of me, but they can't, and think they're doing something. Yep, they fluffers. That's what you are. (laughs) They fluffers. But only the strong shall survive. Shout out to Mike in the building. Mike, and I'm going to say your name is this. Yes, indeed. That's the for whom the bell tolls. All right. Uh, Ladies, what I would tell you is, you know, you're not very eloquent um, in making your points, and thus your points can be debunked very quickly. Um, And I've been told this by another woman, That says when women speak, and this is an understanding of women and men, when men, uh, when women speak, they typically don't think about what they're going to say before they say it. Right. A man typically and most males aren't men. So many single mother raised pee sitting down men do exactly what women do. They don't think about what they're going to say. They just start spouting off at the mouth. And much of what you'll hear is sign language. Right. Most of what comes back out of it is some sort of shame. Shout out to Kevin Samuels insults, guilt need to be right. And it's nothing to actually back up whatever the hell they're talking about. So when women have a problem, they don't think this is how I'm what I'm going to say to deal with the problem. Oh, no. They never do that. And peace sitting down men don't do this either. This is why they stumble stammer and stutter and. And beat around the bush and go around the backside and try to creep back in. And then it ends up being some sort of red herring, (laughs) a lot of shame and ignorance. And you're just looking at them like what you're just sitting there. Like
1: what that mean?
0: How women deal with things is they sit down by the time they sit down to get you here and say, we need to talk. They go on a long tirade saying, Just about absolute nothing because they're speaking from emotion. This is how the weak speak. Only from emotions. It's not coherent. It doesn't deal with the point directly. They often change the subject 50 times. They allow one subject to change the subject and alter another argument when that wasn't even the argument. And men who pee sitting down do the same thing. Right simps as well. They do the same thing. Single mother raised men do the same thing. They can't deliver the point in an exact amount of time to get to the point. Right. Get to the point. Shouldn't take that long to deal with what we're talking about. Yeah. And this is how women and and weak men deal with things. Right. They also they also don't want to offend, but they end up trying to offend. (laughs) And all you heard for like this, this is all you heard. This is all you heard. You're just like, what, what are we doing here? It's because they don't really sit down. See, look, content creators, even the men. But female content creators, typically, they just push the button. They just push the button and start talking, right? I got little things here. I got held on for a second. This is supposed to be off. I got banners. I got subject matters. I know what I'm going to talk about at one point of the show. It's all set. But most of these content creators just push the button and start rambling. You're right, it's specifically women, and what you'll see is an edit. You'll see an edit, which the let's just say her video's 50 seconds on TikTok. She was talking for five minutes, and that's what she edited the video down, (laughs) right? That's what she edited the video down. It was a five minute segment, and she rambled and she was like, Well, this 50 seconds works, and even that 50 seconds is a bunch of rambling, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He says a lot don't cam up. Hey man, it, yeah, a lot don't cam up. If you're a content creator and you're trying to ca- cause some drama in any sphere and you g- ain't got your face, you have no face on the damn camera. I mean, I'm mean, how much how, how how much more cowardice can you be as a content creator? Talking shit. <laughs> Hold on for a second. That was the most bizarre to me. They would be like, yeah, here we go. I'm about to talk cash shit tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk all kind of shit and I'm going to run my mouth and ain't going to run any other area of my life. What I'm going to do is I'm going to threaten everybody, talk big, walk around like I got an S on my chest right now. We about to go struggle stream one-on-one. I'm about to talk real big shit and I'm about to throttle everybody. Anybody want to come debate me right now? I'm about to talk plenty of shit. Get on here right now. And I'm going to kick everybody's ass right now. Get on here, you cowards. I have the information that you need. I'm the best person on here. Everybody values my damn opinion. Here it is. Get your ass in here, and you're going to figure out why I'm the smartest person on the planet. All right, right? sitting there like this. I'm looking like. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, man, like I'm trying to figure out, like at least can I see your face? I mean, like, who are you? I'm sitting there like this. I'm, I'm like,
2: wait a minute, who are you?
0: <laughs> All right. I'm like, what, what, what? Like, it would be delivered better, effectively, if I could see who you were. You know what I mean? And it might even. It might even debunk everything. soon as you get on there, they teeth be looking like picket fences like this, throwing up the folk sign, the GD sign down there. They be like this. They teeth look crazy, skin all ashy. Like, at least can I see you?
2: Wait a minute. Who are you?
0: And they be talking the biggest shit on the internet. They be talking the biggest shit on the internet. I'm like, how are you talking all this shit and I can't see you? (laughs) Mm. No face, no case. No face, no case. I mean, do you work for the CIA, the FBI, the New World Order? Who do you work for? New, 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 world order. And then be talking shit about other people, the way they look. I'm like, hold on for a second. I'm like,
2: wait a minute. Who are you? I
0: mean, how unfair? How unfair can that be? If you're talking about how somebody else looks, but I can't see you. <laughs> It's crazy, bro. Oh man, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand how people think on YouTube. It, it's the most it's the most bizarre form of content creation in all time, right? Of all time. Hey, listen. It's the most bizarre because look, in the history of masculinity, in the history of man, no man has been able to hide under a mask except the great Muda Sting. Ray Mysterio, Mil Mascaris, The Ultimate Warrior, Demolition, The Road Warriors. I mean, other than them, those are the only men that have been able to hide under paint and mask and not reveal their identity. But these these dudes be coming under Batman. These dudes be running out here like this, like The Wizard of Oz. I am The Wizard of Oz. I got all the information. <laughs> like, hold up. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, anyway, what are we doing, man? Shout out to J. Cool. He says, damn, a twofer of coach on a Friday. He says, this is a great start to the weekend. He says, say, do you have any suggestions on single or two-day vacations, cheap vacations in general? Um, Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, like, where you want to go? Do you have a vehicle? <laughs> do you have a vehicle? I would say, for, for me, I always look four hours away from where I am, and there's some. There's definitely some places to go. All right, Kane. Yeah, there's definitely some places to go. Not very far from your house. So uh, that's what I would suggest if you're looking to get away. Staycations are legit. Staycations are legit. Shout out to El Santo says, Coach, shout out to you, Coach. He says, we live for the happy moments. Free agent lifestyle for life.
2: life, All
0: right, let me check. uh, Let me check. Let me check. Cash apps looking weird, man. Cash apps going through it. You know what they're going through. We're going to do as the new world order turns here in a minute. All right. Shout out to future millionaire. I got you, man. He says he started a new LLC. Thank you for the motivation. Jones G. Thanks for helping me raise two informed sons. All right. Raising your sons are going to be the most important thing that gets your legacy through. If you have sons, pay close attention to them. All right. Daniel says, uh, I will have a clarity call soon to give you your flowers been living the free agent lifestyle for three years you won't believe how successful you have made me shout out to you brother shout out to everybody out here and again i know i get big numbers here i'm doing big numbers bigger numbers than people with more subscribers and if you're a content creator if you're a content creator i want to let you know youtube don't care about subscribers no more
2: all
0: right so youtube will pump your channel regardless of your subscribers, and uh, even if you have a small amount of subscribers. So the subscriber game is almost done, right? It's about what type of content you put out. So um, I will tell you guys, I will tell you that that's going to be important coming up, right? Yeah, views, and I've been saying this for a long time, views is how you even get paid on YouTube. Subscribers don't mean shit. It's actually a less value thing. And if you notice, a lot of people have subscribers now. Right. And uh, if you were on my locals champ, not my locals, my money mindset channel on Patreon, I did a I did a stream on content creation and I said 100 100 K subscribers. Is the new 20 K. Right. Right. 100 K subscribers means almost nothing these days because a lot of people got that. They got a great algorithm push and it doesn't mean what it used to mean. 100 K you were in the top 2% of YouTube channels. Now you look up, a lot of people got 100K. A lot of people got 400, 500K. They got a quick push and a slide, right? But it doesn't even mean anything about views because I know uh, after I dismantled Hafiz, his channel had well over a half a million subs, but they don't even compare to the views that I get and I'm completely demonetized. There's people that have full monetization and they they pop on their live stream, and they don't get half the views that I get. I mean, it's crazy. So subscribers, uh, a lot of those a lot of those things that we use to measure content creators are not in anymore. you almost going to have to be at the million. Yeah, somebody said the million isn't even special. Yeah, so th- yeah somebody said but, um, um, it's not what it used to be. What matters is engagement, views. You will see people that got like 40,000 subs and their views be like 200,000 on every video. So you, you got to watch out for that. If you're a content creator, this is the best time to get in on YouTube. I do this as a motivation for you because don't worry about them subscribers. Don't don't worry about them subscribers. All right. You want to mer- worry about your views. All right. Shout out to you. All right. Where are we at? The workday. Did I get you the workday show? I'm training a guy from Africa at my job for the next 20 days. I asked him, what's the difference between American and the African community? And he gave me one answer, culture. He says, I think we're done in America. Yeah, what is our culture? What is our culture? We don't have a culture. Our culture simply is to argue with each other. I mean, we really are a divided culture. So the culture that was America, which was it was built on patriotism. Patriotism and a little bit of false sense of what we were was a country. So, you know, there's no perfect. There's nothing perfect, but I would prefer our old culture where we were like, "I'm proud to be an American," like that shit. That would old goofy. You know what I mean? That goofy small town, small hood. You know, growing up in a small town. Well, we know that that's not American culture, but it actually worked because a small town, what which, which runs America. But many people live in metropolises and they can't relate to that and that old sense of America. So we went and pushed it. So what's the balance? Now we have a culture where it's completely diced up and we got 88 pronouns and it's the metropolises run America, which is ass backwards. It's as ass backwards as the small towns running America. Now the metropolises like San Francisco and New York and L.A. is the as the picture of what America is. And that's bullshit. It's crazy because those places are ass backwards. All right, shout out to Ranya Says CGA Soundboard is in my head as I walk into Normie Land. Shout out to you. Get your chicken back on. Yeah, Ob Tri says, Coach, did you hear about this Cash App founder fatally deleted in San Francisco? Where yeah, we talked about it. We don't get about it in here. We don't talk about it some more. Mo. Mo Bigsley says not only did the Cash App guy die, the government is releasing their own app. Like Cash App Quinky Dink. He says, Thanks, thank you for what you do, and hit me with the it's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. All right, let's get to the as the new world order turns. New 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 world order. All right. Here's the deal: some of these things that you guys are seeing, CGA have been talking about, and other content creators have been talking about for quite some time. I jumped on this bandwagon, you know, a little less than the, a little less than a year ago. Uh, but talking about these things gonna be happening globally. Even in my book, The Evolution, this is following it. Now, again, should you panic? No, prepare, yes. Be on the lookout what this is all about. This is about control. Even the people who are doing this, they're admitting it. And I told you to be ready for this. So you should be prepared for what you should do if you live in this type of society. I've been saying coins are disappearing. Cash is gonna disappear, okay? What do you do? How do you adapt? How fast do you adapt? Do you have reserve currency of your own? There's going to be a black market bartering. And it says right here, the U.S. Fed Reserve. And this is not a surprise. We've been talking about this all day. But I want you to look at this headline. This headline speaks to normie thinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a knuckle-dragger headline. This is a headline of a person who has their head in the sand. This is the headline of a person who steals oxygen all of their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. who did they We saw this coming. Not only that, the people who were trying to um, who, who are doing cryptocurrency. Speaking of having a deregulated market uh, for their, their their, their fund, they've been talking about this. This was the purpose of the cryptocurrency, right? And so when people say crypto died, and I said, yeah, sure went to hell. But the reason why people have cryptocurrency is to prevent this, okay? They're gonna have a digital currency. I said that. We've been talking about CBDC. I said that. Now they're gonna have an app that's gonna replace in July. And we've been saying that as well. But the normies have just caught on. Oh, wait a minute. The cash app guy got deleted. And it's their own version of cash app, which is the FedNow app. What? Mm. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, people are catching on late like a mother sucker. <laughs> people be catching on late. This is why I told you it's going to be easy to transition into these things. And some people find it to be not a concern, which it will overwhelmingly not be a concern until it is. Right. And where it is going to be a concern is their ability to control transactions, their ability to tax you directly multiple times off of a single transaction, your ability to not be able to do uh, things like this. I'm going to just tell you, for content creators that, that aren't monetized and they say, send me a cash app. That's going away, man, because I even said these cash apps aren't going to be able to be the, gov- the federal now. The CBDC is not going to allow cash app and PayPal and Venmo. I said that prior to the the CEO getting deleted and leaking in the street. I said it like three days prior and. Culture Domus has been on the scene. People are like, no, nah, they'll be able to do both. No, I also said people, once we go into that system, you're not going to be able to buy cryptocurrency directly from your uh, uh, Fed now app. I'm just as a predictor. I'm just predicting this. Why would they allow that? So if you go to a Fed now and you go to a digital currency, they're not going to allow you to take digital currency money and put it into the Bitcoin crypto marketplace. You're not going to be able to do it. And that's what's concerning. That's what concerns me. So if you do want to become an investor, you can't. New, 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 new. new you can't. They're going to be able to tell you how, how much you can invest in the market. You're not going to be able to like, oh, let me move some of this money and savings in the market. Not only that, China has already had, something similar, and they don't allow them to do certain things like make purchases from considerable distances from your house, which is a controlling mechanism. That's going to happen. It's not going to happen right away, but it's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. They're going to be like, I don't like that. You're 500 miles away from your house. What are you doing there? (laughs) You're like, what? What do you mean what I'm doing there? You have an unauthorized purchase. We're not going to allow you to purchase that. Right. Some of the things that you purchase. Uh, will not be able to be at at a certain amount of time because they can see what you purchase, right? We talk about social credit score. This is a concern. If you are a person like myself that gets on this soapbox on a daily basis, and then I say, send me some FedNow money, and I have the little link down in the description box, just like Cash App did to me, they didn't like one of my Cash Apps. They didn't like one of my Cash App donations, and they shut down my, whole. they locked me out of the entire account. That's what I'm talking about. And those type of controls are concerning if people have these currencies and they can lock you out. That's why I was locked out on my cash app for three weeks. Okay, I mean, it's mind blowing and it was very much a distressor because I was like, I can't get to that money. I can't. Somebody says they'll let you Yep, They'll limit you how much you can spend. You guys that like to buy black and miles and all that shit, you ain't going to be able to buy it or they're going to let you only buy a certain amount. These things are coming. So when we say prepare, it isn't to panic it's to let you know that these things are going to institute controls over you that you're not accustomed to. And many people will just go ahead and say, well, I, it is what it is. I'll deal with it because I need access to my money. A lot of people were going to get caught off guard as well. So that's what's happening. Okay. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. And it's listen, when I said this was happening, Nobody thought that this could happen in the short time span that is happening. That's how fast it happened. By July, this app is going to be available. Not only that, here's the thing. A lot of you people, a lot of you people that think they're not going to do it. Well, I just won't do it. And I'll buy gold and Bitcoin and keep a little cash reserves and, and buy things on the black market. First of all, I'm pretty sure these corporations are the first sellouts. They're going to be the first ones that jump, uh, jump on board on this, for instance. You might not even be able to purchase anything off Amazon, right? You're gonna to want to purchase something off Amazon, and they're gonna be like, "We only take FedNow transactions." Mm. You want to purchase something off eBay? Oh, you need your Fed, you need your FedNow card. So you think you're gonna be like, "Ah, just keep it over here." Mm. Not only that, your job is only going to do direct deposits straight to that app. Mm. Just letting you know. And I don't want to hear people say, i never said this. Okay. They're going to put your direct deposit paycheck on that. They're going to be the first ones to sell out and go jump on board because you can think you're going to avoid it. Okay. No, you're not. Okay. If you work for a corporation, boom, give me your Fed. Now. And you're going to be like, no, nah, I'll put it into this bank account. Put it over here. No, we're not. We only send the cap or, and they'll incentivize it. They'll incentivize it. We'll give you your direct deposit a day earlier. That's all they got to do to normies. Give me access to my money a day earlier. Oh, yeah. I want that. I want that. They'll jump right on board. You'll fill out the application. 80% of people will fill it out right away, right away. And when that happens, that's when you're going to have the transition. So it's going to be, it's going to take a while. People are going to be accustomed to it. Not only that, you've been conditioned to be accustomed to this through cryptocurrency. Generation Z has been accustomed to it, conditioned to be accustomed to digital dollars. They're not going to even buck. They're not even going to buck millennials. Anybody that has played Call of Duty, anybody that has played NBA 2K, anybody that has played Roblox, anybody that has played any video game will jump right on board and they'll know exactly what to do. It'll be a one-for-one. Everybody will be able to convert. You've been trained and conditioned to do this. Anybody that has bought, bought anything online, it is what it is. Somebody says, I'm already using it. But look, is it time to panic? Not as of yet, but as the, the new world order turns. All right, what do we got here? We do have some exciting news to tell you where we're going as a, a place here. Small businesses file for bankruptcy at a record pace. Damn, I mean, this is just new, 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 new world. Again, tie this into everything and try to connect the dots. As they say, FTM, follow the money. In our country, the entrepreneur is one of the most important people, the small businesses, the mom and pops, and so forth and so on. The mom and pops allow a little bit more freedom for themselves and then freedom for the customer, the consumer, because because it gives the consumer an option. This is capitalism. This is the basis of capitalism. It gives the consumers options and it gives the, the, the the ability for you to compete in a free marketplace. Now, if small businesses are getting squeezed, if they're struggling, if they're getting their doors shuttered and the big corporations are allowed to move freely, what is that going to do for people? It's going to give you less options, less incentive to be innovative. That's incentive to want to be free uh, in a capitalist marketplace. So, you're gonna look at it and say, hey, small businesses are struggling. And you'll only go to the corporate, um, you'll only go to the corporate plazas to eat. You'll only go to the corporate malls to eat and the strip clubs and the same BJs and the same uh you know, California pizza kitchen. You're not gonna to go to moms and pops, you're not gonna to go to the hole in the wall. The hole in the wall is not gonna accept cash now or Fed Now money, but but uh your EBT will be put on to your Fed now and you'll be able to go eat at uh, some of these uh, corporate places, but you might not be able to spend it at the small business. This is the things that are coming here. So as these places and as entrepreneurship gets squeezed, as small businesses get squeezed and fail, this is going to be allow for less freedom, less innovation, less options for the person. Now you only can work for the corporate structure. Now you only can work for the corporate structure. What does that mean? More control. So watch out for this. This is going to be a new trend here because, you know, small businesses, they struggle. They struggle in economies like this. But more people need to be out here starting their businesses. Yeah, you have a monopoly. You have everything that is against capitalism and against what the the country was built on. We want competition. We want innovation. We want this. But a lot of people who aren't able to do so they typically don't care if things fail around them because they're in unable to capitalize in an open market in an open and free marketplace and so they allow these things to happen with no concern but it will be quite concerning we'll get to the day we'll get to the day where you'll only see two and three different laundry detergents to pick from <laughs> okay you'll get to the day where you have only one or two different garbage bags to buy And you almost almost do this already. You almost do this already, because when you go to Costco, who is Costco's direct distributor? Okay, they distribute like I want to say 80 percent of the shit in there is from like two or three distributors. All right. This is just a wild guess. But Procter and Gamble has a direct line into either Sam's Club or Costco. Everything you're getting is from them. Everything you're getting from them, and they're just going to restrict the amount of options for you. When you have the less options, potentially it might be better for you, but many times worse. Kirkland. Yeah. Kirkland. Right. So when you have that, you only have one person having a monopoly over all the options. I don't know if that's the best for us because quality doesn't have to be good. They can just give it to you. Anyway, this is as the New World Order. New, new,
1: new, new, new world order.
0: All right. But people, this is going over a lot of people's head and a lot of people find this to be conspiratorial talk, but it is anything but. And not only that, uh, we have China showing force against Taiwan. If you haven't been paying attention, some people are concerned about it. Some people are not. But the Taiwanese president, I believe the female president, has been visiting politicians here in the United States. United States have been playing chess against Russia, basically checkmating the hell out of them on the border via the national, the, um, the NATO, via NATO. All right, and so... Right now, the Taiwanese president is here visiting politicians here in America. China don't like it, so they're arming up and they're showing some force and might against Thailand in the Navy right now. This is live. This is live and in living color. So um, should we be panicking about it? No. Um, You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but we should be aware of it. See, instead of doing this videos, instead of talking about just pearly thing for the 50 11 time, instead of talking about Useless shit. I always give you a segment. I always give you a segment, at least to show that we should worry about a lot of other things. These things are even above and beyond what is talked about, even in the manosphere and even in the YouTube. A lot of people aren't complex enough to even deal with these situations because you don't have to be educated on it to have an opinion. You don't have to be like an expert on it, but you can say, I'm aware of it. Let's have a discussion about it. And then you can form your own opinion but we're worried about little bullshit right now. And that damn angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. I mean, I swear to God where men think this is why we're in a position. You're worried about getting some puss out here. You're waiting to get some puss based on you. I'm a good man. The woman seen value in me. That's what you worry about. And as you can see, look at your damn views. If you're a content creator and you're pushing that agenda, look at your views. Look at mine. This is the realest show on YouTube. And all you can do is hate. You guys are easily distracted by bread and circus. I can get to the point to teach you education and entertainment and then give you this real too. All right. This is what matters to me and what should matter to most people. Last one. Remember, CGA talked about this. Y'all should go and get y'all family tree. Y'all should go get y'all family tree. Remember, I talked about this. I just said this the other day and the pro blacks was mad as hell. They basically was looking at me like this and they can't even name they baby daddy's middle name. They don't even know their father's birthday. What did I tell you about your family tree? Y'all go digging. Y'all going to find out shit you don't want to know. You're going to unearth stories about your grandmama and your great grandpapa that you didn't know. You're going to find your own relatives out here inbreeding. I just said this, and look at this shit right here. Even in the current time, you have a couple with three kids discover they are cousins after 10 years of marriage here. Jesus. <laughs> Let me read the story according to this media outlet. A Colorado couple, Colorado couple, said that they are cousins after taking the DNA tests to learn more about their family tree and history. God dang, I hate being proven right. I told you if you go digging, you're going to find out something you did not want to know. If you go digging, you're going to find out something you think you're going to prove that you were somewhere connected to uh Thomas Jefferson slave plantation. And you're going to find out your mama or your grandmama and your granddaddy were cousins. And that's why you so damn dumb looking out here because you were inbred. <laughs> okay, that's what you're going to find out. And then you're going to have to unearth a whole bunch of other problems out here. <laughs> you think you about to get your damn family tree and prove. Oh, look at this. I'm related to Sally Hemings. <laughs> no, you're not. You're related to your cousin. That's who you related to. It says right here, they've been married for 10 years and they got three chilling together, cheering. What's wrong with the cheering? He says, uh, what's her name? Selena Quinones went on TikTok to reveal her discovery and the video currently has 4.4 million views since she posted it in March. The realtor met her husband, Joseph Quinones. I hope they didn't have the same name going in. That would have been an indicator in 2005. And the couple got married a few months later, but their families didn't suspect anything, um, anything that they were related to each other. Family didn't even know. See, the family didn't even know as per As reported by people prior to the relationship, the couple said they didn't see each other at family functions, such as family reunions, funerals, weddings, and other events. Quote, we ended up having our wedding, and even then, our grandmas seemed to be a lot alike, and they got along, but still nothing clicked. What did I tell y'all, brother? Look, Mm -hmm. what did I tell y'all? A lot of times y'all grandmamas... Not the modern day straggle grandmother I'm talking about Big Mama. let's go back to Big Mama. every family has a big Mama at least one y'all Big Mama's got secrets that would destroy you there's a movie that actually talks about this. There's a couple of movies Soul Food Big Mama knows Big Mama knows all the fucking secrets not only that there was a recent movie that I keep forgetting the name, but it was a it's a Disney cartoon and it I think it's in Mexico or it's a Mexican family. And they're talking about the, the, the grandmother knows the grandmother, yo big mama. The grandmama knows all the secrets and she's holding a big secret. She's holding the big secret away from the family. And she's doing all this shit. Well, no, not Coco. Enchanto, Encanto, whatever the hell the movies is. It's a popular movie amongst the kids. Encanto. It's a, it's a brand new movie. My daughter was like, dad, I want you to see this movie. So I had to watch it. (laughs) All right. But, Encanto, where the grandmother knows all the secrets. That grandmother is the secret bearer of the family. And this will happen here. The grandmothers got together. You know they saw each other across the room and was like, oh, shit. Oh, it's a Colombian movie? Okay, it's not Mexican. Mm. The grandmothers came to the marriage, the, the wedding. It was like, oh, hell no. I remember her. Yeah, that's the cousin that left the family, the black sheep. She went off and started her own family. Oh, shit. Should we tell everybody? You know, they got they got together. They start speaking in Spanish. and says, como esta? Abuela knows the secret. <laughs> Whatever they were saying. Muy bien. ¿Tienes tu libro? ¿Qué tiempo hace? ¿Qué tiempo hace? ¿Qué hora es? They probably started speaking to each other in tongues and was like, should we tell everybody and cause a scene? No, we'll keep it private between me and you. And the abuela said, ha, 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 ha. And the witchcraft and the thunder and lightning came. And they let these people run out here and get married and fornicate and have three babies. Mm. <laughs> no hablo ingles como esta. Está Unidos United States. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, by the way, I'm just going to tell you, before we became metropolises, many of us probably I've been warning you, if you are from the deep south, if you're a place where you are somewhat third world poor, uh, you grew up in a small town, you grew up in areas of Mexico where not a lot of people came in and out. You're in a town like Gary, Indiana, where nobody moves in most people barely leave you're probably inbred Mm. you're probably some inbred shit going on (laughs) so i've been warning you of that crazy it says right here however she learned more after creating a family tree on a website my heritage and ordering a dna test i ordered the dna tests. they came in and sure enough we did our swabs put them in the mail and off they went then we got the results back, and I searched the family tree's DNA. Uh, another part of the search and saw him pop up there. Good lord! <laughs> okay, and it says right here, and and I go, oh no, she definitely Latina, and she says, and I go, yeah, that's a, that's what they say. Oh no, she recalled after receiving the results. Selena, Selena, said she questioned everything and even considered ending the marriage after learning joseph jose that's more like john but anyway joseph was her cousin ring the bell send it send it ring the bell on them what do y'all do man (laughs) this is crazy by the way this is not uncommon do you know there's an inbred family in west virginia there's an inbred family in west virginia that are so inbred they only speak in grunts like they're so inbred, they got cock eyes, they eyes set on the side of their head like fish. All right, one eye up, one eye down. They got no teeth. They so inbred <laughs> that they so dumb they can only speak in grunts. <coughs> 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 and they can understand each other. Send it. Some of y'all, some of y'all are like that right now in Gary, Indiana. Some of you in Gary, Indiana are just like that. Somebody said, Can I see this? Y'all think I'm lying, huh? Y'all think I'm lying. Hold on for a second. Y'all want to see the family in West Virginia, inbred family in West Virginia. All right, hold on. <laughs> y'all want to see it. All right, let me see here. Yeah, the Whitakers, they're called. The Whitakers. The Whitakers, the most inbred family. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pause this video. Oh, y'all don't want to see this, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you do not want to see that. Somebody said, don't show it. It's bad. It's bad. All right, I'll show you a clip. I'll show you a clip right here. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. There it is right there. There it is. Oh, my goodness. Y'all look like that. Many of y'all small towns look just like that. Many people in Wyoming look just like that, Sean. (laughs) Y'all look just like that. Here they are right there. There's a video. Hold up. Let me get the video up.
1: And Timmy. Yeah. Now, you guys grew up here in, in, uh, in Odd, West Virginia. How,
0: how many years have you lived here? <laughs> oh. Her life. Oh my. Life. Oh man, Lord have mercy. Just y'all gonna be who was eating breakfast? Who's hitting? Who's fornicating? Who's who's having sex? I don't know. <laughs> he said the heels have eyes. The heels have eyes. All right. Uh let's get to the, let me see if I can catch up on some super chats, man. What a world we live in. What a world we live in. It's a, it's a mess out here, but I would, I would challenge you. A lot of you people, a lot of you people are in, in this situation right now. Just look at yourself in the mirror. No, I'm just, playing. people are like, come on, man. Come on, coach. Why are you doing me like that? Why you do me that? All right. That's what my boy from Louisiana used to say, man, why you do me that? Shout out to everybody. That's like a nebonic phrase. You know, we, we tend to deal with slang. He used to say that very smart brother too. But he'd be like, "Hey man, hey man, 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 why you do me that? Why you do me that?" And I was like, "What does that mean? What what do you mean? Why why you do me that?" And what that means what that meant was why you do that to me. Why did you do that to me? Why did you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, why did you do that to me? Oh, you Uncle Tom, you speak in proper language, man. Why you do me that? Mm. All right. Anyway, we got Sau. He says, "Morning, Coach." Today is my birthday. F the bottles, F the fake friends, and F them. F them all. He says, I'm working all day at my business, then going back at home to
1: chill. <laughs> chill, 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 chill
0: all right. Chill, he said he's going back home to chill. chill. Thank you for the money, mindset, coach. And anyway, free agent lifestyle for life. And happy birthday to my brother down in Mexico. Shout out to you. All right. Where are we at here? All right, anyway, man, it's crazy. What are we doing? Happy birthday. Uh, Das Tokens, the South has a ton of culture. You actually, that's actually right. Mm. He says the South has a ton of culture. Keep the South Southern. He says CGA has a Southern past though. Non-conservative Californians are unwanted in Alabama. I know, man, if I ever do Californians, listen to this man. You Californians got ego. I'm from California. I'm from California. You think that gives you a leg up like like it used to be back in the day. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from the big city, man. You go down south. You go anywhere in the United States and say you from California. Prepare to get lit the hell up. You ain't gonna have no friends. OK, you asking to be ostracized from the greater society of wherever the hell you landed. Take your California plates off before you even move your vehicles. Get registered in the new state. Put your Georgia license plate over your California plates. Mm. (laughs) All right. Rolling in town with your California license plates is liable to get your ass ostracized. And that's the best case scenario. That's the best case scenario. Do not run around thinking California gives you uh, peace league points out here. (laughs) I'm from California. Well, why your punk ass ain't there now? Yeah, you couldn't make it. You couldn't make it. And trust me, I've lived 30 plus years in California. All right. I've lived up and down. I've lived in Northern California and and over 20 something years in Southern California. All right. So I don't want to hear shit. California ain't what it used to be. California is not what it used to be. Don't think that's going to be, well, I live in LA. LA, And Mm. look at LA. Look at LA. It's a damn war zone. (laughs) Like bragging at you from Los Angeles, please. care about no damn Los Angeles now. L.A. ain't what it used to be even 15 years ago. And trust me, I lived in Los Angeles. I lived in Orange County, Ventura County. I lived in San Jose. I've been up and down the damn coast. I've driven up and down the coast. I've uh, hung out in San Diego. Plenty, plenty. That was my staycation spot, San Diego. So I've been up and down the damn California is trash now. It's trash. It's considered trash when you leave California, okay? Don't think it's going to get you no point. Anyway, shout out to Dot's token. Gen Z is on thin ice, and we're getting to the weak men create hard times. Indeed, era. That's exactly right. He said, stock up, boys. It's about to get shaky. It's about to get shaky. They also said they, you know, who is they? They said new, 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 new world order that, that, the that a certain percentage of Americans. A certain percentage of Americans would not even qualify for military, basic military entrance. Mr. Mueller, shout out to you in Germany. He said some money for them Easter bunnies. And by the way, I hope you got your books. (laughs) Please tell me you got them. He said thank you for all the entertainment, great streams every day and the books. So you got them. He only had to wait a certain amount of time to get the books that he ordered from me. And he said, coach, you forgot. He was so nice about it, too. I appreciate you, man. Cause I don't have the best customer service. (laughs) All right. All right. But, um, um, he was like, uh, man, did you say I, I I bought some books for you eight months later. uh, Yeah. Did you send those books? (laughs) Mm. Then I sent them. He's like, still haven't sent the books. He trying to put me in the furar's gulag over there. All right. But anyway, let me get back to him. It's 70% of 18 to 25 year olds are not fit for military service. 70%. Shout out to Michael. He says uh, some money from the Easter bunnies. Thank you for all the entertainment. Great streams every day in the books. Incredible work from you. Shout out to you and the coach gang from Germany. Free agent lifestyle for life. For, 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 for life,
2: for life.
0: By the way, the books that he didn't get were autographed. He, he wanted a message in the book, uh, specific message or autograph that's the ones he didn't get but if you get the ones on amazon they print to order so you should get them and thank you for the co-sponsorship the ones on amazon coming right away all right i think they have to print to order but if you order the autograph ones, sometimes there's a little delay craig says fed now will start with food stamp government program dude craig you already with it you already with it fed now First thing they're going to do is put EBT on the Fed now. And it's a wrap. You already got 80% of black women right off the rip. 50% of white women. You already got, I mean, they already gone. Anybody, your child support, ladies, child support going to Fed now. Child support checks are going to Fed now. If you don't think so, they've already even, I I think they've even acknowledged that child support checks are going to Fed now. It's a wrap that women are already sold. They're like sold. Sold just wait then social security checks do it's a wrap people think nah i just ain't gonna do it but yes those are gonna be the first ones thank you craig coleman those will be the first things that go to fed now so don't think you ain't joining joining on women gonna be sold right away ladies who collect the child support and they'll be able to actually see what you spend your child support money on which i think is gonna be a bait and switch i think that's gonna be a bait and switch for women so it might be something that is good for men because for men, our biggest complaint is that the women are just using it for their own good, right? And they're not using it for the child, and they're just extorting you for money. But I think then once women find out that their their child support is going to be everything that they buy is going to be they, uh, the government will be able to see it potentially tax it, and child support may be able to even tap in and see what you're spending. I bet you a lot of women will stop child support. They'll stop that shit. Then they'll be like, "No, I don't. I don't want it." Mm. <laughs> they're gonna stop taking ninjas to child support because they're gonna get an itemized report on every damn thing you spend, and you ain't gonna be able to buy a uh, Hennessy, get your nails done at the nail salon on child support money. It's gonna come back declined. It's gonna come back decline. You'll be like, let me go and get my nails done. You gonna go to the Asian, uh, you're gonna go to the uh Asian lady to get your nails done, and then you're gonna put your Fed now on. De- declined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, your tax refund go to the Fed now. Yo, don't think they ain't thought of this shit. Decline. Yep, no wigs, no bundles, no black and miles, no henny, no weed. Not on child support. No shoes, no, 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 uh. No red-bottom shoes, none of that shit. Only stores you're going to be able to go to, Marshalls, Ross, (laughs) Oshkosh, Bagosh. all right, you're going to be shit out of luck. Just watch, man. Y'all thinking, y'all not thinking ahead. I want you to, at least, the things I'm telling you, I just want you to think ahead of the game. The head of the game is going to be wild as fuck. And then, y'all going to be complaining, too. Y'all going to be complaining. Yep, they're going to be able to, like, oh, I'm going to buy some tickets to Spirit Airline. Decline. You ain't going to South Beach, not with no Vietnam money. Not on Spirit Airlines, you're not. You ain't going to Vegas. No eyelashes, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, man. Just wait. It's going to be bad news for a lot of y'all out here. So anyway, man, look. And people think that that's anyway. Shout out to uh, did I get Mo? Uh Lamel Jameson. He says, wish more people could listen to CGA. I wish so too. But they don't want that. And he says, Coach is the realest in the sphere. Appreciate you, brother. B- Barry G says, uh, there's a new pharmaceutical. All women are being prescribed called, I cannot pronounce that, and the stocks are high. They'll let you buy pharma. They're going to let you buy pharma. Mental health meds and shit, they were like, you can buy a lot of pharma. <laughs> All right, but I can't even pronounce it. I-D-I-S-O-L-D, and there's a lot of letters after that. Why do these Drugs, why are they named what they're named? This is crazy. I'm sure there's a theory behind that. But they all like you buy mental health meds because y'all going to need them. He said no more grease for the fish fry. Oh, it's going to be bad. And uh, that's the bad thing that's going to happen because people are going to be like, oh, okay, this is easy. And then you're going to realize there are going to be limitations here, limitations there that are going to make things weird. Then you're going to see people complain. And then when they complain, well, I don't want my child support check to go there and you see uh, itemized receipt of what i buy and potentially decline um um decline purchases what's going to happen then it's too late it's too late and then people are going to say how do we avoid this man y'all already just walked the damn line i mean <laughs> you've been walking the line for more than 10 years plus this is what normies don't understand you've been walking the line they do walked your ass right over there into the corner and painted you in that's why when people like me speak about this three, four, five years in advance, and then people ignore it, and then they come on my show, hey, man, did you hear about this? And I said, of course, I've been talking about it. <laughs> I wrote a book called The Evolution. That's, I said, something's got to give. When they when you beg them for $1,500 and um, and, um what, what was they called? I can never think of the name. Stimulus checks. They already was setting it up. They was like, look, how many people cast a check? 65%. We got them. Got your ass bought the, up. they got you. They got your ass by the nostrils. They're like, okay, 65% are willing to do this. And a certain percent of them bought Bitcoin. We can't have that shit. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: it is what it is, man. Hey, there's no turning back now. There's no turning back. Anthony Allen says, postal workers having problems with their credit union, getting money. Mm. There's another indicator right there. Postal Workers Credit Union. Um, yeah. Let me see something. I want to see something because credit unions are normally a safe in to put place put your money, but I'm sure they're gonna feel some heat from the government. Um, but no, that might be inside information. I don't see any information online. That might be inside information. So shout out to you, uh, for for doing that. And once that happens, this people are gonna say, uh, well, we ha- we have an option for you over here. Easy, easy transition. It is what it is. But once you see that the restrictions and the restrictions are going to be minor to you, uh, somewhat minor, it's a minor inconvenience, then there'll be one restriction, two, three, four. And then 15 years later, there'll be 100 restrictions, but you'll be used to it. You'll be used to it. And most people will conform. Oh, I better not say nothing over my phone. I'm going to say something on my text messages and my Fed now going to get shut down. Normal. Fear. Can't say that on the internet. Can't talk about them on YouTube. So you'll talk about dumb things like pearly things. You'll talk about dumb things that act like ain't going to never happen like reparations. You'll talk about dumb things like beefing with other content creators. You'll talk about stupid shit like Caitlyn Clark and the Reading Rainbow Mafia and Angela Angel Reese. You'll talk about dumb shit because that's all you'll be able to talk about. <laughs> that's what That's what happens. You won't talk against the powers because they got control of your money. Period. All right. You better hush up out here and you better follow what boss say. you, You better best be quiet around here and hush up. If you talk about that. And you'll conform and you'll be like, don't talk about if you talk about doing Biden and Biden to do this, he'll shut your fed now down. It's pretty simple. It's simple. You know why I can think like this? And I don't want you guys to panic. This is no reason to panic. Just prepare. It's coming. And you heard it here from CGA. You know how, why I think like this? It's because this is exactly what I would do as a tyrant. Mm-hmm. If I ran a regime and I had control over the lemmings and I knew I had them by the balls, paws, and I knew I had them by the gunt, and I knew you kept begging me for shit, and I could find a way to take advantage of you, and I see you have another competitive marketplace that is somewhat decentralized, right? And I know that's option there. I'm am a going to make something... I, I'm going to. That's what I would do. <laughs> Listen, you
3: could not live with your own failure.
0: What did yeah. that bring you? Right. Optimism. This is why they call me the great Coach Alini. This is why they call me the great Coach Alini. I can figure it out. I'm like, what would I do to take advantage of people? Mm. <laughs> right. So I can see it. That's why I don't think like other people think, well, what about your people? What people? what people are you talking about? The people that I'm going to take advantage of because they're stupid. <laughs> like, that's how I think, you know what I mean? Like what? The people who are beneath me. <laughs> right, anyway, no, I'm just playing. Yeah. there. I got a little tyranny in me. You know what I mean? Don't give me any power. It's going to be the lights off for a lot of you people bow down and kiss the ring. <laughs> All right, anyway, look, we here messing around. Uh, Kodak white says, can the U S course correct or is it too late? Well, it's too late guys. listen, <laughs> It's too late. And shout out to the conservatives who get on the internet every day talking about what they're going to do to stop shit and they never do nothing. (laughs) What we need to do is battle the mafia of the rainbow. And what we need to do is protect our children. And you keep sending your kids to public school getting lap dances from you know who. Everybody but the silent P. I'm sitting there like, man, please, y'all the biggest shit talkers other than the pro blacks. Conservatives. Conservatives get up here every day. We have to stand up and hold the principles of America. We need to fight back. And they don't bust a grape in the food fight. <laughs> they don't bust nothing. They don't go out there and do nothing. They just let shit just run right all over them. All right, as long as I can get my paycheck. It's crazy. Shout out to the conservative. They be running around 1776. Nothing. As soon as they say Bass Pro Shop is closed, y'all going to be shuffling. All right, all they got to do to the conservative movement is shut down Bass Pro Shop, and then all of a sudden, you'll see this.
1: I can do some shuffling, too. Look
2: oh, out, man. What you, what you going to, to do? The is coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: man. you be turning in your 7076 flag. You'd be like, all right, here we go. Can I get my boat, my beef jerky, and my fishing pole? It would be good <laughs> anyway. All right, anyway, it'll be a wrap. That's what I would, again, this is what I would do. This is exactly what I would do. I would be like, oh, really? Okay, um, all Bass Pro Shops are closed from this day forward. No Cabela, nothing. Nobody's getting nothing from Cabela. <laughs> and it'll be a Rapski. Everybody will start conforming, lining up, all right? I'll make F-150s all electric. Rap. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Man, look, this is the best entertainment on YouTube. The best entertainment on YouTube. I wish I I could shut down everybody in in 10 days. I can shut everybody down. (laughs) Where we at? All right, let's get back to this one here. Speaking of, hey, we got jailbait here. Uh, I did a story. The story has context. The context of the story is um, jailbait, uh, the prevalence of jailbait in entertainment in the 80s and 90s and into the 2000s, in fact. I'm not here to name names, but I want to talk about Steven Tyler in particularly. But the other stories, I'm not going to name names. If people know, do your own due diligence. And I, I hope everybody can find a way to find out with like what how to deal with this in the past for people who are young into the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s were a different time in America. So in the context of things that have went down in America, some things have been absolutely reprehensible uh specifically relationships with young women right and so this is a thing that you know we call it metaphile over here but there were some things going on where Jake the snake roberts is talking about his father impregnated his his 12 year his Jake the snake's mother was uh, had him when she was 12 and he was she was impregnated by the 12 year old's mom's boyfriend all right so uh in the south a lot of these things have went down um and going into the entertainment field going into the early 2000s as early as the 2000s in hip hop rock blues and so forth a lot of these young musicians which they were young men not significantly older men but young men were having relations with younger women which which in today's context is not would not fly these guys if you were an entertainer today and you do this you're done it would be career deletion Self-deletion, right off the rip. Career self-deletion. If anybody found out, matter of fact, one of the most famous cases in modern time is R. Kelly. So R. Kelly is emblematic or emblematic of this culture that was prevalent. And this culture in the eighties and seventies was called the the women who participated were called jail bait. Okay, so these girls were oftentimes younger than eighteen even significantly younger, like 14 to 15. I actually read an article about a young lady who admits that she was with three at least. No, no, no. She was with multiple rock stars on tour buses at the earliest age of 15, and she was already ran through by 17 and 18. She was already ran through and discarded. And these young girls rebelled against their parents. They would go to these shows, and oftentimes these entertainers would pick them. Okay, so the idea of the groupie was always younger women. It was never women in their 30s. It was never women in their late 20s. The groupies were always this age of what they call jailbait. Now, there's been a lot, a lot of stories about these people, even people who admitted it. Um, We told you about, um, who was the one guy, I can't remember his name, I think it was like Michael Douglas's father, Kirk Douglas, in which sometimes Uh, These mothers would want their kids to be either entertainers or they would sell their kids to these entertainers. And Kirk Douglas was accused by a woman just recently. And that woman said her sister had an affair with Kirk Douglas when she was a minor, but the mother would take the daughter to Kirk Douglas. This is how this is our culture was. This is how our culture was, unfortunately, and women have gotten away with this as well. And I'm not here to name names, but this is a very common thing back in this day. In today's context is reprehensible. And the problem is a lot of these things are going to be opened up, right? A lot of these things are going to come back. And Steven Tyler's, oh, yeah, Aretha Franklin was another one uh, type of deal where once she died, people were bringing it up and was like, wait, what? She was doing what? And she was underage. And she was with several musicians. And she became prominent. But in today's culture, that would not fly. Right? So let's go back to this right here. And this story has been widely known for a long time. Widely, widely known. But now it's coming out because I believe I believe the person is suing now suing Stephen Tyler. In fact. If memory serves me correctly, this story um, was actually written about in the book, OK, written about in the book. So what we're seeing is the transition. And why is this important? I'm going to tie it together. We're seeing the transition into women's empowerment. Women have a voice. You know, women are coming of coming back. And also, women are in a difficult economic situation. So, this is stuff that I wrote about in in my book, The Evolution. It is kind of the result of the Me Too movement, right? Where Me Too was women in their 60s and 70s saying things happened to them when they were 20, age 20 and below. And a lot of them out of context, it sounds like they were taken advantage of. But then when you put context, it made the conversation difficult. Well, who do we support in the argument then when you provide context? Like this particular drug was not illegal. It was a party drug at the time, as opposed to he was slipping a Mickey. It, this was common. These type of relationships were common. Women, this, these women kept relationships with these per, the person who did bad things to them, and now they're suing. Now, why are they coming out now? These conversations come out. What was she wearing? She was a potty girl. She was a MK Ultra thought sex kitten. Um, she was. Um, she she continued to work for him she bought the guy a sweater in his birthday like the conversation gets complicated when you provide context and when you put the current lens of culture in yesteryear this is the difficulty of it yesteryear it was fine or people overlooked it or these women were trying to gain an advantage by doing this many of them got married to these men many of them got child support from these men many of them got the got the status around school hey you know the celebrities Then you put it in context 30 years later and it's like, oh, she lost, he won. Okay? So it is crazy that you're going to probably see this transition in this world of empowerment, women speaking out, supporting themselves, women needing therapy, women needing to pay their bills. When you pay their bills. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Right? Now the conversation is going to be kickstarted again. But the problem is whose side do you take? It's easy to take the side of the victim because the person was a minor back then and as well you should right so here's the conversation we'll read it i've never talked about this but i knew about this i've never talked about it because it was somewhat something that was people gave it a pass because of who he was in the stature statue of the world right his stature at the time was a respected celebrity he had power money influence But we got to understand Generation Z is at the helm now. The young millennials are at the helm. And I want to remind you, many young millennials in Gen Z, they weren't alive when Eminem was spitting all of that, uh, all of those um, slurs about the rainbow and the LBGBQT and the silent P. So a Generation Z person can listen to Eminem and be like, right? Because they're like, "How dare he?" They'll they'll sit there and listen to Eminem like,
1: "How dare you?"
0: They they can't believe that he would do it. But if you're old enough, if you're old enough, Eminem was quite common. What he was saying at that time, passed. Even though he got in trouble, it passed. It passed the sniff test, and they allowed it. There's something also going on today with, um, um, um. Speaking of MK Ultra, sex kitten. Brooke Shields just revealed a documentary. And if you want to see some crazy shit, go look at that Brooke Shields documentary. And it is mind blowing. When you look at the Brooke Shields document, I was sitting there like, oh, I was uncomfortable as hell. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, who let this happen? Who allowed this? And people allowed it. And, And today's lens, it is crazy. However, they have women doing this quite um, on their own now, not their mother dragging them to the to the casting call. But it is very predatory. It is almost, rep- I mean, it is crazy what they allowed back in those days. So here we go. Here we go. Somebody says, what happened to her? I'm not here to promote looking at something, but they basically, well, they basically pushed her out there when she was a very, very young, young child, like from the beginning and um they they film things they photograph things and oh my goodness it's unbelievable like i was uncomfortable watching the damn show all right but here it is right here steven tyler offered some reprehensible defenses in this sexual assault case steven tyler uh, steven tyler denies all accusations of abusing a minor because he was her legal guardian at the time interesting it says right here in today's old oh Brother, This Guy Stinks news. Yeah, looking in today's lens, Stephen Tyler is using some slimy defenses in response to a S.A. lawsuit filed December 2022. The singer submitted a lengthy and convoluted answer to the lawsuit last week per Rolling Stones. And the woman is Julia, Julia Misley, then Julia Holcomb. She filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles court stating that she was a young girl she was the young girl tyler referred to as a pseudo teen bride in his memoir does the nose in my head bother you the suit claims tyler first initiated intercourse with misley in 1973 when she was just 16 now for people who say for people who say there's no evidence to what this 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 lawsuit says the problem is he wrote about it in his book. And this has been widely known in the industry for a long time. When a lot of the cases were coming out in me too. And whatnot, Steven Tyler's name was brought up or originally. Originally. Did I say the nose does the noise in my head bother you? Um. So this, this was brought up initially. They was like, what about him? Well, the problem was he wrote about it, but he, but he somewhat married her. But now he said, Let's let's figure out what he's saying. He actually wrote about it in the in his book. Now. We'll talk about age of consent, but the reason why we're talking about there's a lot to unpack in this story. Her age is corroborated by Tyler's memoir in which he grotesquely writes, quote, she was 16. She knew how to nasty and there wasn't a hair on it. Oh, my Lord. I didn't read the book. Let me. I guess I'll repeat it. Sorry. I'll I'll repeat it. He writes in his memoir, she was 16. She knew how to nasty, and there wasn't a hair on it. I was so in love, I almost took a teen bride. Well, somebody said these were jokes, apparently. And also jokes are also taken out of context today as well. So we also talk about comedy, comedy, music, things that you said in the past. Can be called into question in today's world. This is the problem with cancel culture. It's one of the problems with cancel culture. Because. um, You know in context Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is funny. And out of context today. He's reprehensible. So if it is a joke. It is a disgusting joke. All right, but anyway. in, In the memoir. He also recalls Holcomb's parents quote. Signed a paper over to me. To have custody. So. I wouldn't get arrested if I took her out of state. I took her on tour with me. People have known about this. People in the industry have been talking about this for a long time. He would take her from state to state. Now, by the way, this will get you a man act prosecution today. Okay, so this is how R. Kelly went down. This is how they got to Jack Johnson, the black heavyweight champion, and he was parading around the country with white women, and he would go state to state, interstate, and that's how they get you on a man act. All right. And so um, if in fact that he's uh, insinuating he had custody of the young woman, but of course was having relations with her and he was taking her t- uh, state to state, ocean to ocean, busting it up while the tour bus keeps coasting. What do you say, man? He's the one that wrote about it. Quote, there's Brooke Shields story down here. She says, quote, he says, he says, quote in the book. I went and slept at her parents' house for a couple of nights and her parents fell in love with me. Again, context. This happened with R. Kelly allegedly. Aaliyah's parents knew about R. Kelly and Aaliyah, and they were on board with it. It's this is a tough, tough conversation, bro. So the parents were cool. He was a rock star. I think he was 25 at the time, and she was 16. Okay, so now he admits this, and he says, uh, "Tyler wrote in the book." Misley's lawsuit also alleges that Tyler pressured her to pressured her to receive. An early termination when she was 17. Man, mm. doesn't look good. All right, it says right here, the, uh, the Errol Smith singer and his legal team are now claiming that because he had legal custody over the then minor, this gave him immunity or qualified immunity to defend to the defendant as a caregiver and a guardian. Whew. It was not Brooke Shields, although it was not Brooke Shields. So that's their defense. He had legal custody. The parents signed over custody. So now are the parents alive to talk about this? Does they have documentation? It's tough. It. I mean, even, even if that's the defense, even if that's the defense, the modern culture of jurors are not going with that. So you mean you had custody of them and you were sleeping with her? That's going to be w- difficult to uh wiggle out of. He also claims that Misley consented to their 3-year sexual relationship, which is not only legally impossible as a minor, sorry my reading is bad, which is not only legally impossible as a minor, which is against statutory rape, but a pretty piss poor defense for denying long-term harm. Um and so probably in California, most of the western coast if you look at age of consent, which if you have young children and, and teenagers, you probably want to be aware of this. Never let anybody shame you for a lack of awareness. Also, if you tend to date younger women, you should be always aware of what you could be up against if people lie about their age. So in California, the statute is 18. Many states in the West Coast, 18. 30 something states in the United States, it's 16. 16 sometimes with conditions. Many states, there's probably a couple other handful of states that is 17. But they were in California, and he went state to state with her. That could be a problem. Mm. That could be a problem. And again, context. In actual factual, it says in another factual error, Tyler states that Misley claims of sexual abuse are barred due to the statute of limitations. They are not as Misley or as Misley filed through The now expired Children's Victims Act, which lifted statute of limitation restrictions until December 31st, 2022. And I'm probably going to end it here and you can do your own research. But she is suing him for SB, sexual battery, sexual assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress. And I believe it is a civil lawsuit. But somewhere around the Me Too era, they did, in many states, put an open limitate. They opened the limitations up for people to come forward. And I believe she applied for it just prior to it ending. And I'll say right here, she filed a lawsuit December 22. The limitations expired December 31st, 2022. So, yeah. It's going to be just pay attention. That case is going to probably be landmark here and potentially open up some other things. It's going to be a lot uh, going on there. So, yeah, I mean, later in his life. So we I mean, dude, listen, I'm 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 not taking a position on this situation here. All right. All I'm going to say is times were different. And then also also you have a different lens on how to look at things. And you also have people that don't know how to explain things out. His explanations are not going to fly. It's not going to fly for him. I don't think he may be doing jail time, but he might be doing some payback. If you do want to catch also context of how things were in the past versus today, I never promote things for you to watch or rarely promote things for you to watch. But Brooke Shields documentary Pretty Baby is an eye opener for anybody that is younger um, than 30 And you're a male and you're concerned about the way things are going in our society. If you are concerned about maybe your kids being exposed or exploited on the Internet, you have sex trafficking going rampant. People are being kidnapped. You have that going on today. Look at what was happening yesteryear. They go through a whole bunch of things and they talk about the feminist movement, how how men's expectations of women change because of empowerment of women. It is an eye opener. It's out of control. I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. But of course, of course, the mother contributed to the the bulk of this. The mother pushed the daughter into the arms of these men who took advantage of her at a very young age. And also the mother died. And a lot of people in the documentary dismissed. They completely dismissed the mother from all accountability. So if you're looking at it from that lens, there's a lot of people that was putting a lot of shit out there. So the mother pushed her, pushed her. She was one of these stage uh, dance moms. She pushed the daughter to do some, at a very young age, to do some very uncomfortable stuff that is documented, filmed, and or photographed. Okay? And then the industry spit her out when she turned 18 and went to college. So there's a whole bunch of shit to unpack from that one. All right, but a lot of people gave the mother a pass. A lot of people gave the mother a pass. Well, it wasn't her fault completely. And the mother was out there pressuring and getting these jobs and gigs, and allowed their daughter to be pimped out. It is crazy. Yep, pimped her out. Yeah, Natalie Woods' mom. I actually discussed. Oh, Natalie Woods is a different case, but yes, yeah, I think I discussed Natalie Wood. Yeah, uh, with, with um Kevin, with um uh, Michael Douglas is uh Kirk Douglas. Well, I think that was Natalie. No, maybe it wasn't. That was somebody else. But this was prevalent in our society in this lens. But the here's the here's the irony. Here's the irony of it all. We're seeing this today. This is going to be the difficult discussion because people are going to say, man, that was crazy. That was crazy what they did back then. Is that anything? Is that any different than OnlyFans, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook? Is that anything different than what young women are doing today on their own recognizance, on their own decisions? Is it anything different? OK, they're all deciding to do it on their own. And some people are uh, also actually um, some of these young girls are exposed to trafficking as well. So even today, it's happening today and we're ignoring it. And maybe in our society, we should actually look at it and say, are these young women today that are on OnlyFans, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, doing what they're doing? innocently playing it off with plausible deniability when we can clearly see they're pimping themselves, marketing themselves and exposing and exploiting themselves or somebody's doing it. And then who are we going to blame? Then the person that's viewing it, you're going to blame Steve, Steven Tyler alone. Are you going to blame the industry and not the mother? Are you going to blame the viewer, the participator in the junior college, the one who's purchasing, who are you going to blame? The people who buy the only fans, as a matter of fact, we saw this with Bad Barbie. Bad B- Bad Baby, but whatever her name is, Bad Barbie. <laughs> right. We saw this with Bad Baby. Where Bad Baby got on OnlyFans the date she turned 18. She sold out. She claims to have earned 50 million dollars. And then turns around the year after and said the men who purchased the OnlyFans should be in jail. <laughs> I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're getting in our society, where shit ain't making sense. Not even a year before, as we celebrated her for making fifty million dollars, the most money she made. Uh, she had a record on OnlyFans for for doing something that was legal. She wasn't. She did it legally by her own decision. She exploited herself. She got paid, and then then said the guys who bought it should go to jail i mean this is where we're going so we got to be careful yes yeah, and we gotta be careful man yeah give the money back give the money back right like how far are you a victim you know what i mean like i even see this in, in even in regular uh relationships we see women come they eat up all your food they drink all the drink they sit up under you they you you pay all the bills They enjoy the life. You you take them on trips, vacations. You buy them things. You gift them things. You promise them a life. You give them what they ask for. And then even if they ended that day, they'll act like that doesn't count. Well, that was what you were supposed to do. I'm a victim here. And then you'll be like, I fed you. I clothed you. I housed you. I supported you. We built a legacy together. I gifted you this. I bought you computers, laptops. I gave you trips, vacations. They forget all of that. Now that don't matter. What matters now is you owe me. You owe me. You owe me child support, alimony. You owe me half of the damn things we bought in the marriage. And you're like, mm. <laughs> Tiger Woods is going through it. Tiger Woods is going through it. This this man lifted and elevated inadvertently her marketplace value. Tiger Woods inadvertently elevated the marketplace of that Millie Mouth muskrat he called a girlfriend. And she was exposed to a life that she would never have been exposed to. Then when a relationship is over and she doesn't drink all the drink, ate all the food, took all the flights, uh, got the first class treatment restaurants. She took the private jets. She went on. Now she like you owe me 40 million Mm. (laughs) dollars because you kicked me out the house and broke up. I swear to God, you guys got to be careful with this shit. And people, most normie men, will say, yep, this is how it works. It is what it is. The heel turn is always in play. This is why we warn you about, about marriage. Okay, this is what we warn you about in marriage with the marriage will The heel turn, the bait and switch, the rug pull, it's always in play. No matter what you did, you could have gave that woman the world. And she will turn around and act like you didn't do a goddamn thing for her. <laughs> You owe me. I'm entitled to. Legally, I'm entitled to. Legally, we had a verbal agreement. (laughs) Right? The law says, now all of a sudden, she's the expert in what the law says. And, of course, the law is going to be right. Whatever she's going to say at that point, she's right. She's entitled to. You owe her. So, you men, you better educate yourself. This is why when we get to the conversation about ditching marriage, the problem is that stuff doesn't make sense to men. Like what? What do you mean? Proceed to hold your kids hostage against you as rant as a as a as a to to secure the ransom. And the courts don't bat an eye. It's a weird, weird thing. Shout out to Miguel. He says like he says I like it. Uh, itemized child support for what they spend. Yeah. If they do itemize child support on Fed now, which they probably won't do immediately, but they will, women will stop taking dues for child support. <laughs> that's That might be the best thing that happened. That might be the best thing that happened. Shout out to Rennie. He says, think like a tyrant so you won't be taken by a tyrant 100%. That's how you defend it. Or that's how you're not surprised about how things happen. Because I'd be like, damn, I should have thought of that shit. Or I should have did that. That's how I do sit around. I'm like, damn! I don't have a power yet. That's exactly what I would have did. I'm looking at Joe Biden like, that's exactly what I would do. I would fool these black women into thinking I'm your friend, and then stab you all in the back. Yeah, get him, Joe Biden. I'd be like, you were a good man. <laughs> I'd be bad at Joe. Like, damn! I was. That was everything I was gonna do thirty years from now. <laughs> everything Joe Biden is doing, I would have did to the community too if I got into power thirty years from now.
2: Hey I'm talk- you to do Biden, How we done lost a damn <laughs> vote, we done lost a vote, damn, that's gonna go to Trump, like- God damn, <laughs> I'm worshiping these people like they're
0: fucking God,
2: ain't nobody worshiping them, but God damn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense, you <laughs> <laughs> even vote for Biden, you gonna vote for all, look at the he he vote independent, why would you do that, you said You in This <laughs> shit, I told you. I said go Democrat Biden. Now there's a fucking vote that we done lost that can fucking go to Trump. This is why I, don't do I will never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what I did. All right, shout out to Eric Sykes for the Junior College Fund. And ain't nobody worshiping them. Ain't nobody worshiping them. <laughs> No. Oh. you're not worse than them. You're not worse than them. I told you, vote Democrat Biden. All right, anyway. <laughs> well, what were we supposed to do, vote for Trump? All right, I was like, boy, man, like, is that how you start every conversation? If you, <laughs> he says, I hate that clip. Man, if y'all had one election where y'all just pulled the rug under the Democrats foot, they would change their entire tone, but you won't do it. I mean, y'all should listen. I can't give you political advice either. I would say just for one election, just try it. Black people, your lives will change forever. If for one election, 95% of y'all didn't run over there and just by loyalty because your great grandma voted for John Kennedy and your great, great grandma used to sleep up under uh, FDR's rug. Hey, man, look, for one election, just be like, wham, pull the rug. And only like 70%. Your whole world will change. They will be coming back like this. They'll be coming back with shit on the plate. they would be like, hi, hi, ninjas. Hi, Mr. Negro. Uh, Mr. Negro, uh, what, what did you want? <laughs> they can't do it. Uh, Mr. Negro, Um, I see there was something that you perhaps did not like. Uh, wh- what can we do for you, Mr. Negro, to make your world comfortable? They won't do it. Instead, we got this shit going on. You know what'll happen. I'm going to tell you when it's going to happen. When all the boomers die. Yeah. When all the baby boomers die, guys, you know, we already up shits Creek because of them. And all them civil rights ninjas. When they go, you know what I mean? Because everybody got to go. When they go, the world should be a better place. Them civil rights ninjas. You know what I mean? (laughs) They want to have all their own revolutions. They are the boomers, man. Y'all own T-minus. T-minus, yeah, y'all got about 20 more years at best, 15. Okay, anyway, I'm not praying and praying for your downfall, but y'all dug us a gigantic hole because when we get to Gen Z, people think I'm going to bl- blame Gen Z, but the boomers. Boomers scared of every damn thing. Boomers are the, scar- <laughs> boomers are the scariest people on planet Earth. Like, they're scared of everything. They wake up in the morning. They go right to the television. As soon as they wake up. As soon as they wake up. It was like, what are they saying on Good Morning America? (laughs) Good Morning America. Oh, here we go. Let's find out what's happening in the world from a legitimate source. All right, what does Good Morning America say? There's Robin Roberts. Look at her. She looks fantastic. What is Maria Shriver saying? (laughs) They go there. They're like, good morning, America. Wow. They said that their doctors were reporting that med flies are in strawberries. Oh, my God. Don't buy strawberries. Good morning, America says no. They're sitting, yeah, they're watching Regis and Kelly Lee and Kelly and Ryan. Oh, boy, look at them. They look fantastic. Kelly Lee. Oh, my God. Kelly looks great. What are they saying on Regis and Kelly? Mm. They get all their information and facts. These are their sources right and then they walk around scared oh my god they said eggs build up your cholesterol no eggs next show they said eggs are good for you <laughs> mm. all right they be messing up they be juggling messing with boomers don't eat eggs the next day eat a lot of eggs eggs cure cancer <laughs> you get like boomers boomers that's them every day waking up what's this, what's there to be scared about today all right let me watch the news the Night Stalker. Here he comes. He likes yellow houses. Here he comes. Be scared. Close all your doors. Lock the windows. <laughs> or close all your windows. Lock the doors. We're scared. There's somebody around. They wake up. What's the? What, what do we got now? Oh, boy. What, what, what is this? Anthrax. No way. Don't check your mail. Wear gloves. Mm. <laughs> oh, coffee. Coffee's no good for you. Coffee's great wine's no good for you drink two glasses of wine boomers constantly just at odds with each other you know what i mean they're at odds with their bipolar self they're waking up every day they don't know which way to go you know what i mean ted copple's confusing the shit out of them then dan rather jumps on the news and they're like oh boy <laughs> man all the while just sitting on their ass being scared of shit all right, there's sharks in the water in Cali- California right off the coastline. Don't go to the beach. I'm like, you never go to the beach. Why are you worried about sharks? you never been to the beach. Let them sharks do what they do. Don't go to the beach this week. There's sharks out there. Mm. <laughs> the news said, do not take highway. Don't take the interstate. Take all the side roads. they be in traffic jam like this. The interstate's not safe. Mm. <laughs> they be going crazy. Thank you, boomers, for being scared of shit. And if it ain't that, they'll get magazines to back it up. Magazines that were printed eight weeks prior. Magazines were printed eight weeks prior with the oldest news possible. And they'll get their magazine, which is 70% what? Consumerism. 70% adverts. Nothing but advertisements. They don't even read the article. They're looking at the pictures. Oh, cool cigarettes make you look cool. Oh, look at this dress. (laughs) I mean, they don't even read it. They will after a while, they'll save all their magazines. They'll save all their damn Reader's Digest, TV Guides, Men's Health, Cosmopolitan, Ebony Magazine, Jet. They'll save them for years. I'll go back and look at these one day and I'll get old ass information. Oh, look at this reader's digest 1983. What are they talking about? Look at this. They said right here in 1983 (laughs) boomers. Magazines. All they do. Boomers were the basically just, just sell them something. They'll buy it. All they have to do is be sold, sell it to them, they'll buy it. (laughs) Um, He says, uh, a mind is a terrible thing to race. Oh, let's go all go to college. They're letting us in. College then went up 180,000% in price since the boomers all ran to college. And today, and today the boomers are still in college loan debt right now from college. They went to and never got a degree. Boomers, never a degree. They didn't went to night school, college. They didn't went to college, private school, college. They didn't went to college at 18, dropped out college at 27. They didn't went back to school at 45, 50. They going back to school now and ain't paying off their student loan debt. The reason why they going to school is so they don't have to pay off their student loan debt. As long as I'm enrolled in school full time, I don't have to pay off my college debt. Baby boomers. Baby boomers were promised. I want a Mac mansion. And a boat. Jet skis. They promised a lifestyle that they saw in their magazines. I want that. Leveraged their credit. Foreclosed their houses three times. Refinanced them 50-11 times. Ran out and said that they were victims of predatory lending. Man, let me tell you. <laughs> All along, their kids graduate. The mother spins up the child support. The daddy then leveraged up credit to his eyeballs. Their kids run out. Dad, what did I should do? Go to college. Mm. Go to college like I did. Well, college is actually fifty eleven dollars And I'll be carrying this debt just like you for 50, 11 years. You think this is a good thing? Oh, mine's a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> they, well, hey, Dad, uh, you think you have any college money saved up for me? Nope. Uh, no, none of that. I lost it all in my house that I bought that I could not afford in 2005. Once the market crashed in 2008. I lost my house. And the corporation laid me off. Then I then I got a job at Enron, Silicon Valley Bank. All the failed capitalist corporations. I worked for all of them. <laughs> Making pennies on the dollar. Man, I'll tell you, man. Bankrupt five times, watching QVC, ordering up shit. Boomers are the only people financially. <laughs> Boomers are the only people financially to have 90. Now, we do it, too. Now, I'm going to just tell you, but boomers have 90 revolving credit accounts that they put everything on payment. Everything's on payment for boomers. Now, for us, this is uh, for, for our for our culture. This is like our Netflix accounts. Like we got a lot of accounts that Pingo's HBO Max. Netflix, Amazon Prime. Like, we just have a whole bunch of thousand things just pinging our account for 20 bucks. But boomers, they'll be like, I'll do this for nine easy payments of $51. Mm. And you're like, they got hair dryers for nine easy payments. They bought albums. Ah, you better not take my album. You better go get your own. They bought albums, Columbia Music, uh, uh cassette tapes. They bought their whole damn lawnmower Every goddamn thing on 50 easy payments. And then the boomer will give you financial advice. Hey, um, you know, I, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of buying this. Well, you know, you can buy it. with Seven easy payments of $50, <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm sorry, what? Nah, man, I already have credit cards and I got a student loan and I got rent. You know, I don't want that. Got Amazon Prime. I don't need all that. Yeah, but you can actually get it for seven easy payments. Of fifty eleven dollars They be having like 50 of those. That's how they shop. They shop like that. And every, guess what happens? Every time they end up in debt up to their eyeballs, they shop like it's a JCPenney catalog. Boomers and JCPenney catalogs, JCPenney catalogs out. They get the notepad out. I want this from page number 5011. I want this, 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 this. They eyeballs big as this. Everything put in front of them. Bye, bye, bye. You'll be happy, happy, happy. (laughs) right? (laughs) Boomers are pissed right now. Look at my stream. My attendance has dropped by 50 people. All baby boomers. (laughs) Yeah, layaway, layaway. You know, you could put that on layaway. What the hell? Layaway. Why would I use that? Why would I put it on layaway? Why would I put some shit on layaway? All right, I'm going to walk into Kmart. I walk into Kmart. I see a bracelet. Oh, boy. It costs 99 bucks. I only have 15 bucks. All right. What I'll do is every week, I'll come and look at the bracelet that I'm going to get in about five years. 15 bucks. Oh, boy. Is the bracelet still there? There it is. Next month. Come in. 15 bucks. The Bracelet's still there. I'm going to have that in five years. Mm. Plunk, plunk, plunk. <laughs> By the time they finished plunking that shit down, they whole life did fell apart. They ain't eight in five years eating pork and beans. They good for eating some damn pork and beans. They eat pork and beans for months. Buying their kids Christmas shit on layaway. <laughs> Shout out to layaway. Oh, my goodness. Plunking down. They didn't pay eight times the price for the thing. Plunking it down on layaway. You know what? Baby boomers have bought, they probably have paid for every single thing that they own. They probably paid eight times the value for it. Baby boomers have paid eight times the value of everything they own because they bought it on credit and interest. Their shit that they bought from Robinson's May t-shirts that cost 20 bucks, but they plunked it down on the credit card and that t-shirt probably has cost them 280 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> rent a center. Yep. Rent a center getting a furniture repossessed. I'm going to go down to rent a center. Give me a dining room set that I saw on the prices, right? Give me a whole furniture, television, all that. I'm going to have all that computers, iPads, cell phones. They they still boomers are still paying for cell phones that Apple's draining the battery on right now. Fed Co. <laughs> Remember what was the thing in the airplane? They had a little thing in the airplane, the little catalog the and air- they don't have it anymore. That's gone out of style because you have the internet. But they had this little magazine in the airplane. I think it was like the it wasn't the finger hut, but they had. <laughs> oh man, let me stop with the boomers, man. East Bay, oh, the East Bay catalog, you baby boomers. That was more generation X. Oh, the Sky Mall. Sky Mall magazine. The Sky Mall magazine. Boomers get up there. I'm traveling for work. I'm gonna travel for work. They get their work travel, their little briefcase. They get their little briefcase, and their little lunch pail. They get on the airplane with their little carry-on bag with no wheels. All right, now I don't even know how they got on the damn airplane, but they made it. And they get the they get the Sky Mall magazine. Oh my god, look at that lamp. They have a they have a lamp you can attach to your book and light up your book. Wow, look at this Sky Ball, everything. They were like, I'm gonna order all of this shit. oh man yep they get the east bay catalog in the mail that's more gen x you get your east bay catalog look at these shits they got 50 different color of reebok allen iverson shoes that nobody wants look at this i can get jerseys i can get the fab five freshman michigan jersey i can't find it anywhere and they ain't paying them because they're slaves. So, But I'm going to get the Fab Five Michigan basketball jersey with the basketball baggy shorts. (laughs) He's been cataloging. Yo, all right, let me stop. Oh, man, people mad at me, man. Look. Stop. Boomer's still paying off shit that they bought from 1996. They just now paying it off. I'm going to feel good when I get out of this debt. I paid off that Walkman that I bought when the <laughs> I they they paid off that big ass stereo with the big ass speakers that they bought in 1986. They just paid it off that they bought from Montgomery Ward. All right? They just now paying that shit off and now you're like, "You know you can get a iPod Classic on eBay." What? Loaded with songs? Yes, I'm going to do that. All right, look, we got to stop, man. This thing is reprehensible. So, look, we going in on Gen Z today, but I just thought about it. (laughs) Oh, man, crazy, 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 crazy. All right, let me stop. Shout out to no government name SD. He says, coach, if people don't believe how chaotic most of the people um, are living out here, how chaotic lives they are, they should try to become a landlord. He says the excuses for people with good jobs for not having their rent never ends. It's wild. Yeah. Mm. Never, never. get Guys, you guys want to be landlords. Landlords is one of the toughest things out there. Baby boomers again. All right. You went and bought those tapes. This person got on the uh, put an infomercial out. All right. We're going to teach you how to buy real estate. No money down. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to own massive portfolio of real estate in Boise, Idaho. Here's what you're going to do. You're gonna do mo no money down. You bought a whole tape set. It came in a tape set. Eight tapes, eight cassette tapes. You listening to them taking notes and shit. Oh, damn. Okay. All right, I go here. And then and then you became a landlord. They didn't tell you you had to collect rent from these people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you had to collect rent from these people, bruh. That's gonna be your problem. You're gonna have to be an asshole landlord. They didn't tell you that. You're gonna have to go in there. Walking in the door like this. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Because people with good jobs do not pay their rent. What is going on with people, man? They do not pay their rent. They will literally be like, well, I'm a little short on rent, so let's go into the next month. They'll go into the next month completely behind on rent and mad that you want to kick their ass up out the pro. And you're like, I'm only behind 200 bucks. You don't even send the $200 that you're lacking. Like, you don't even send the, like, let's say you're renting 1,600 bucks. You got 1,400 bucks. You don't send the 1,400 bucks. You wait and keep the 1,400 bucks, and then you roll that shit over. And you were like, well, I don't have it all. Well, give me what you have, motherfucker. (laughs) Well, I'm saving it until I get the extra $200. And then they put the late fee on you. would Be like, what ninety five dollar late fee? What is this about? Well, you didn't give me any rent. Well, I was waiting the to, to, to two hundred bucks. Well, do you have the extra two hundred bucks? Eight days later, they still don't have the extra two hundred bucks. So they thought they were going to get two hundred extra bucks and piece it with the fourteen hundred. But something hit their account. Now they only have one thousand dollars, and still don't have the extra two hundred. Yes, they do. Now they down lawyer's fees. Now they down late fees. They mad you pile the late fee on. These people are lunatics. <laughs> These people are lunatics. And then they come up with excuses. They got the gout. They mama crippled. They got, they got, they lactose intolerant. They had a history of heritage. This is part of their reparations. All right, they come up with the damn Brian's Beach Act. Oh, my God, you stole from our relatives and our ancestors. Like, what does that have to do with your rent this month? Your rent's due, motherfucker. (laughs) I was sick this week and still, what does that have to do with my rent? Yeah, we got to send it on these people. All right, look, I hope you enjoyed this, me going off the hook here. And then when people don't want to rent to you, You out there protesting. Hey, this is reprehensible behavior. They don't want to rent to people who look like me. Well, the last people they had up in there (laughs) was finessing and swindling them. So they was like, yeah, your kind ain't getting any property anymore. I mean, it's. Das Token says, I literally called a business from a Miami number. No answer. Then called the same business from a Birmingham number. They answered. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Man, it's all it's all bad out here. It's all bad. It's all bad. Look, let me report on something positive. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Somebody said, I got athlete's foot. Man, have your rent ready. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Bipolar mother gets roasted on the internet. Everybody's liable to get roasted on the internet. No biggie. But because she had kids, despite her therapist telling her that she should not have kids. All right, let's go to the scene of the crime here uh let's see what we got here let me see if i can pull up the article hold up hold up where did, where is it oh i lost the article let me see i gotta find it this it's not in my tabs oh this is a mess i might have to skip it oh i did I, I found it all right hold on for a second uh bipolarism by the way you need to if you're dating or marrying anyone you need to find out their mental health history. It's almost like finding out their genealogy. Finding out if you're related. What is their mental health history? What You also need to find out their sexually transmitted disease. Forget about body count. That matters none at this particular point. You guys are worrying about early kindergarten red pill talking points. I'm giving y'all the game game. Get the STI records and get the mental health records. Get it. Get it. Because these people behind that shit or they act like, ah, oh, it's no biggie. Don't you know many of these mental health issues, you can pass it on to your children. It's genetic. People have lineages and histories of this. Same thing with diseases uh, or not diseases. I don't even think it would be a disease, but medical disorders, I'll call it. it. Tell them to go get a panel of STI and give me your mental health diagnosis. Forget about body count, gentlemen. We in the big boy club over here, This big boy things. After I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, my therapist, I mean, is that what that says? The rape? Okay. Anyway, finally, a therapist does good here and told her not to have kids. And she says, I'm glad I didn't listen. You might should have listened to him. All right. Because the people in the comment section about to light that ass up. So there she is right there. She's married to some gump. Uh, He didn't know what was coming. I bet you he didn't know. I bet you he didn't know. Have a clue. Oh, boy. And uh, I don't show kids or talk about kids on this channel. All right. What do we we got here? Why are they giving me bullet points? She says, for as long as I can remember, my moves have fluctuated wildly from high highs to low lows. Hey, man, look, I ain't got time for all this, ma'am. High highs and low lows. I'm out of here, man. I made that mistake one time. I made that mistake one time, man, since after my first child, after having my first child, what I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and PTSD. And and um, as we always talk about, she also probably had the all prevalent, which is slipping my mind, but postpartum depression. What do you have PTSD from and bipolarism? I mean, how after your first child? Guys, you guys wonder how I come up with this marriage will thing. This is real in the field. You guys want to get married? The marriage will is always in play. So what happened? They fell in love. They had the engagement, the honeymoon period. Not my girl, coach. Our love is like no other love. Then they had children, investment stage here, and then they had children. This is the right side. Investment, house, car, bills, kids, family trips, schools, activities. What happened? What happened to her? What happened to her? She went cuckoo. She went cuckoo for cocoa puffs. How's that going to affect your marriage? <laughs> a lot of people will say, "Yeah, well, yeah, I just went cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but I still love you." I far she says, "I found a treatment regimen that works for me, and I am now happily remarried." <laughs> Jesus, remarried. What? All oh, the humanity. Happily remarried. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? Jesus. What happened? Where did all the men go? This is crazy. You see this? She just skipped over that part. Yep, I had my first kid. Divorced them. I divorced, graped them. The kingdom come. Went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Got my alimony and my child support. Then I remarried somebody else. (laughs) No. She's happily remarried and has another child. All right, let me get down to what the thing is. This is right here. I brought a daughter in the world in, the, in, in 2008. She says the reality that I'd be responsible for caring for another human de- being set in quick, oh my Lord, even before pregnancy, my responsibilities in life, self-care, work, family, and friendships exhausted me. From my late teenage years to when I got pregnant at age 21, I, fo- I found it was a struggle to enjoy things and uh, that had previously made me happy. It was difficult to find joy and hobbies that I once loved and spending times with friends was impossible and forgotten memories. I'm not happy. You guys think I'm making <laughs> shit up. Look at this. This is crazy. I often slept long hours. This is a red flag because I didn't have the energy or motivation to climb out of bed, low frequency shit. And I struggled with personal hygiene. Oh my Lord, because it took too much of an effort More effort than I can muster up on some days. I've been saying this and saying this and saying this. Feet on your furniture smelling like corn nuts. Now she doesn't shave her legs. Now she doesn't do the things that she did to hop into bed. She's going to say something like this.
3: I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing.
0: My gosh. Once my daughter was born, I I felt irritable. I couldn't help but wonder if the tremendous responsibility she brought would exacerbate my symptoms, which were already hard to deal with. Cry me a river. Cry me a freaking river. This is crazy. Let's get down to it. Um, And then she says, my highs and lows intensified after I gave birth. Okay. She had crashes. It says the crash came just months before my first Marriage dissolved in 2010. No surprise there. I'm sure it was Jermaine's fault, too.
2: And it it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always
0: Jermaine's fault. All right, she talked about her moves, and then she f- saw a therapist. All right, now, she saw a therapist, and the ter- the therapist discouraged me from... Ma- <laughs> yeah, Guys, not only did the, 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 the therapist discourage her from having more kids, did this the therapist discouraged her from ever marrying again i'm gonna show you this shit i'm gonna blow it up here guys this therapist is doing god's work therapist as much shit as i talked about you this therapist was on their game still my therapist discouraged me from marrying again therapist said you know what you crazy you know what you bitch stay away from these men you're gonna hurt these men You're a wreck. You're a walking disaster. The therapist said, do not do it. And yet, and still, she didn't listen. And the therapist said, don't have no more kids either. You're crazy. You bitch. You bitch. He said the second marriages are often harder than the first ones. Really? Jesus. And that having more kids would add to the, uh, to my already long list of responsibilities while he might have believed, uh, Sorry, while he might have believed he had my best interests at heart, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like, felt like, it 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 felt like he didn't believe that I understood the gravity of these decisions or that I had the ability to make them rashly for myself. Well, you admit it. You admit it that you didn't understand. Going back, this is, this, man, look, I don't know, man. Am I just... I feel like most people are just dumbasses. Watch this. Earlier, she just admitted that she underestimated, she underestimated what it would take to raise a human being. Remember that? She's talking about during college, she probably got ran through in college. She just said that she didn't understand the responsibilities. Here it is right here. I brought my daughter in the world in 2008. The reality that I'll be responsible for caring for another human being set in quickly Even with pregnancy, my responsibilities in life, blah, 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 exhausted me. She didn't understand it. And the therapist said, yep, you a dumb bitch, do not have no more kids or get married. What? You don't believe in me? Mm. Let's go to the comment section because they roasting her ass. All right, let's go to the comment section. I don't read comments very long. Therapist didn't tell you that because you couldn't handle children with treatment, they told you that because it's not fair to the kids to inherit that disease. I'm skeptical about this article because the subject uh, never addresses the risk of pregnancy while taking medication for bipolar disorder. Exactly. She wasn't practicing birth control while taking medication that influenced the development of a fetus and got pregnant accidentally. He says, additionally, bipolar, bipolar Disorder is highly heritable or a hereditary disease. With heritability, which a word I've never heard, estimated between 60 and 85 percent by twin studies. All right. Next month's headline. After I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, my therapist told me uh, to not have more kids. I should have listened. Indeed. Mm. This person, I'm sure your kids will be so happy To have the chance to have this disease passed on to them. I know people with bipolar and it's horrible. And a lot of the medications don't work for all. Almost sounds as on the selfish side. I want kids. So there. All right. A lot of people are in there destroying them as they should. This woman, my mom was bipolar and I am bipolar. And because of that, I never wanted children. Growing up is growing up. Walking on eggshells is nothing I wanted to subject children to. So we never had any better for everyone that way. Bipolar and schizophrenia doesn't really show themselves until late teens. These diseases have a genetic component to it. This one, I pray she didn't pass it on to her kids. And because that's exactly why we what we need right now is people with bipolar Issues having children. Your therapist was right. I grew up with a woman with bipolar and she was miserable. All right. So they cooking her ass with mm-hmm. hot fish grease. Which they should because people are selfish as hell. Even with a so-called therapist opinion, she still said, I'm going to do what the hell I want to do because I feel like. And then passed on the blame to him. Well, you don't believe in me. Some people out here sick. And I'm telling you, man, listen, this issue about mental health is real. Although I'd say it's a crutch, it's real. I've experienced people that have had mental health. I've experienced people that may possibly have passed on those issues through heredity to children. And it does show up late in life. It might not be present right away. It might not be present immediately in your relationship. Men, gentlemen, do not get with women who gentlemen do not get with women who have mental health issues. I consider I consider mental health issues should be put somewhere under adulthood. It's just my opinion, meaning that you shouldn't have rights that are afforded by other normal functioning citizens. This is one of the problems in our country. If you disagree with that, to hell with you. Listen, you're out here voting. You're out here driving half-ton vehicles at 70 miles an hour. You're out here working at jobs and then complaining about the job that you have to do. You're out here doing adult things, but can't be out here adulting. Everybody should have full disclosure and access to these people's record. Of course, HIPAA, you know, these laws protect them. And then you find out the hard way. My advice, men and women, you can use this piece of advice too. This is why relationships are somewhat dead and functional be- and infunctional because a lot of people are walking around here claiming to be mentally ill, but then claiming to be stable at the same time, which is an oxymoron. You're claiming to be an adult, but you're mentally incapable of doing just the basic adult things. As such, none of these people are relationship quality mm. and you should do your due diligence before it costs you your entire life and before these people pass on these disorders selfishly to the children and your offsprings and you wonder what happens. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. If you're saying you're mentally have mental health issues, that means you're unstable. How are you afforded the same rights and access to things as I? The only way you can do it is to try to claim that I'm mentally unstable and I should go into therapy. Well, that ain't going to work. I ain't going All right. You take all the head meds. That's the only way they get you to be on par with them is to claim that you need help too. Oh, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. See, that's how they get your ass. That's how they get you. And then you go in there. Maybe I have a problem. And now you're out there eating mental health meds like Skittles. Wondering why you can't function in the world. No, you ain't bringing me down to your level. No therapy needed. No, thank you. I'm strong out here. I'm not a victim. This is why they hate me on this show, man, because I be kicking it with the real. I be kicking the real. I mean, it's crazy. Crazy out here what people are actually trying to do here. Shout out to MC Hamster. Jesus can't save her. How can you? Shout out to you. Happy Easter, CGA. All right. Brisk clown says, coach, send it. We going to send it this day. And we almost at the main event. All right. Uh, he says, did you hear the did you hear about the show? simply naked a dutch show that allows the set the cons to show their parts to minors. I I saw a clip of it. Oh, the it. And these children are 12, 13 years old. Oh man. Progressivism is not a healthy thing. I mean, it's not why, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? It doesn't make sense. Well, we want them to understand inclusion. By showing naked body part. If you said this shit in the year 2003, the year 2003, and you said, let's sit girls, 12-year-old girls in the room, and let's bring naked men in so that these girls can learn about anatomy and inclusion, you might get shot by a God dang, you might get shot by a, <laughs> you'd be locked up. What do they call it? Firing squad. You might get shot by a firing squad for suggesting that. Even if you did it the opposite way, let's get a bunch of teenage boys in the room and let's bring out all kinds of sizes of titties so they can see what shape and size real titties come in. I mean, would we do that? Would that be possible? (laughs) Would that be possible? I mean, boys would probably be happy. They're like 13. This would be fantastic. We got prunes, raisins. We got the itty-bitty titty. We got saggy waggies, soggy. We got titties that they could throw over their shoulder. We got big old head-shaped titties, melons, okay? We got falsies, fake ones. We got no titties. We got Kaylee out here with none. We got bird chest out here. We got all kind of things. We're going to accept inclusions of all kind of titties pepperonis, we got big areolas this size, the size of heads. We got little old areolas. We got pink areolas. All right, it's crazy. We got, we got nipples the size of pencil erasers. This is fantastic. Like, wow, this is great. I mean, there's a buffet. These boys will never commit to one woman. They were like, I want to try the pepperoni, then I'll try the pencil erasers. I'll try the pink ones. Then I'll try the dark, dark, dark half dollar sign JFK uh half dollar sign Ariel. I want that one the dark ones like the black women and the Indian women and the Puerto Ricans <laughs> right I want them gumdrops I like flapjacks this morning yes 60 year old ones I'll do them do them too <laughs> it's crazy imagine so be bet this would be terrible I'll take the bolt ones. I'll take the one she has no body fat but somehow she has a 36 double D. Okay, this will be great. Her skin looks like it's being stretched to all its capacity. Yes, them right there. Give me that. (laughs) That's, this is what we would do. We would never do it. I'll take the one leaking milk over there. I'll take the one that looks like it's kind of somewhat deflated and defeated. I'll take the one that looks cross-eyed. The nipples that are together like that, they look sort of cross-eyed. There we go. They look sort of cross-eyed. I'll take the ones with the ones pointing down and the ones pointing up. I'll I, take the firm ones. Imagine, imagine. This is not the world we should live in. <laughs> this is crazy. I. Uh, we have to really. We have to really take. Uh. We have to take some damn inventory of what we're doing to the world. All right, JC, and if you think you're, why are you, if anybody's offended by what I'm saying, look at the world that you created here. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> All right, shout out to JC says, watch the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. All right, Martin says, oh, JC also says, I went to the military at 18 and 70% of my group got cut. Well, I would get cut right now for sure. All right, but yeah, man, shout out to Martin says, with me, but we're talking about young men. Martin says with many nations ditching the dollar and with crypto being under attack, the only money that is universally accepted now is gold and silver. So you might want to you might want to get your hands on a couple of pieces of that. All right. And uh, it will be necessary Uh, if you're not in the any in any investment position, you might be in trouble going forward. Newski says true freedom is our own land and houses and on on land for shelter. It is. It's as close as you can get it. He says, grow your own food and have your own water source and have sheep and grow cotton trees for clothing. He says, what will you ever need a job for? What will you ever need a job for? What will you ever need a job for? He says, ever, ever. I don't know if you guys know many people in America and in many countries used to live like this before the Industrial Revolution. The Industrial Revolution, if you study your history, was very pivotal in the direction that we currently sit in, right? Like where you sit now is basically based on the industrial revolution. It changed everything. It it, it made the rich, richer, greater, created an elite culture of people that have controlled you. Um, and um, they've been controlled you behind a curtain. Like they were the, been the, they've been the wizard of Oz and financing things that all the things that you believe today has come from the industrial revolution. Now we have a new people, new members that are controlling you through the digital revolution. But um, yeah, man, when we depended on industry and for jobs and all that, it was, it was a wrap. It's a wrap. Created classism to a great extent. Fights between, infightings between classes and races. It educated us. Our public school education came directly from the people who benefited greatly from the Industrial Revolution. I mean, these are the people who, the earliest philanthropists who wrote every textbook that you read. Every textbook that you read was based from the people who benefited greatly, the families that benefited greatly from the Industrial Revolution. So every belief system that you have came from that. And it it allowed you to be more controlled by them and less functional as, as less self-sufficient, less self-sufficient. All right, There's no conspiracy to this, by the way, but it allowed you to be more controlled by them and less self-sufficient. Right. Because you're be like, hey, I got a job. So and they're going to be here and I'll have a pension. And I'll retire at 55. Right. So you didn't learn anything. You didn't learn how to be innovative. You didn't learn how to uh, grow your own food and sew your own coals, make your own clothes. Th- those things were not needed anymore. But then once they yanked the jobs from you, yanked the pinches away. Now you're like, oh, shit. Now what? Then they start giving. I mean, this is greater than that. All right. Anyway. Shout out to OT says, Coach, you have to be dying over here laughing about these West Virginia inbreds. He says, it's true, too. He says, they straight out of the hills have eyes movie from the 1980s. Send it. Send it out here. Oh, it's bad. All right. Blue Pill Patriarch says, uh, damn, Coach, me and my baby mom found out we share a cousin. I didn't ask any questions. My baby mom's sister's baby daddy is a cousin to, our, to their oldest sister. They ask no questions. I mean, I'm mean, i going to tell you, many of your people, I mean, look, if you live in the Midwest, like a Midwest city, metropolitan city, I can almost guarantee with the amount of single motherism, which I'm not blaming women on, but the amount of single motherism, there's a high chance that you guys have some inbreeding somewhere in your family, right? Because there's people that have five baby mamas and they got six baby daddies and they live in a place where not many people migrate into and not many people leave, right? You don't have that many. You have probably more people meet, leave than come in, right? So there's a high chance that with around these areas that you think are big cities but are small, there's got to be some inbreeding, bruh. It's got to be. Somebody had to do it. It's a wild, wild west out there, man. Y'all need to do some family trees. Pittsburgh comes to mind. Cleveland, Milwaukee, Chicago, chicago uh, in a sense, because people only are staying in certain areas. Chicago, in a sense, right? Um, Indiana, Indianapolis, like these places, Detroit, these are rest havens for inbreeding, in my opinion. Go look it up. I'll go look up the percentage of people that migrate in and the percentage of people they retain. Like, do the math. you like, wait a minute. Justin O says, little bro is 17, told me he wants to be a free agent. Shout out to you. All right, JC, last year, four crypto leaders were deleted in one week. Oh, well, I I humanity. Nobody heard about it and nobody cares. Look at all the no outrage about this man who was a billionaire and lost his life. Nobody cares. We're selfish. Ogre King leaving El Paso and returning to my job in Kuwait. Shout out to the more than the 10 fingers gang out here and the coach gang. Thank you, bro. All right. Lamel Johnson for the economy shit rolls downhill. Be prepared. That's all they do. You know, it does roll downhill. Midwest find this in your opinion why mothers like Brooke Shields don't face accountability for pressuring their daughters into doing wild ish. Right? Because, well, um, the how they frame the story is that Brooke Shields' mom was a single mother. Okay. So in our world, we can't, attack single mothers we can't hold them accountable although she shared custody with the father and the father essentially ignored everything that the mother was doing like he never celebrated it he kept it he kept it separate um you will hear the dynamics of co-parenting in this film that's why if you're a co-parent you'll see the dynamics what Brooke Shields described of her mother was a diametrically opposed view of the father so in the mother it was hippie culture she was like we were hippies we were um gypsy we were no rules and anything goes then she would go to her father's house and she would be like we were traditional he had rigid rules he was overbearing somewhat kind of trying to call him controlling but it came through love well he was remarried he he had a house we would go to vacations and pools she was kind of like i kind of like living both sides this is a problem in our world bro because so when the father's setting rules and yeah, she was like, he has expectations of me. We would dress for dinner. We would have dinner at the table as a family at six. And then they explained that the mom rebelled against that when they when, when when they were married. And she actually says, she actually says in the movie, in the documentary, that the mother became pregnant by the husband. Listen to how they framed shit. The mother became pregnant by the husband. Not that they got pregnant together. Not that she wanted a baby. Oh, my mother got pregnant by him. And then he forced her to get married. I swear to God, these people don't take no accountability. I'm like, what? How in the world did that happen? And then, of course, she said the father wanted to have a traditional family. The mother did not want to be traditional, didn't want to cook and clean and all of the bullshit that we hear, these goofy tropes. And she said the mother divorced and skedaddle. And of course, then she pimped out her daughter? She was an alcoholic. They talked about that. She pimped her out at a young, young age, had her taking naked photos at nine years old. And then at the movie, there were people were like, well, we can't really blame the mother. What? I was looking like this after I was cringing for most of the video. I was looking like this when they were saying it. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm. <laughs> I was like, y'all can't be serious with this propaganda. I'm like, boy, this is why the world it is in shape right, right now. Okay. But that's why she didn't take accountability. Number one, she was a victim. She had a disease, which is called alcoholism, which is odd. I'm like, how is that a disease when you drink <laughs> like I you're drinking the drink Like you can literally not drink the drink What kind of disease where you just take the take the poison you ingest poison and they call it a disease all right but anyway so they had a disease they had her they had an out for the mother she was a single mother so she was a victim there she was broke financially they were broke they were broke financially when another another thing the mother when the kid Brooke was with the mother they were broke they were barely able to eat and barely able to have a place over their head. Then she would go to the father's house. They had a house, a pool in the backyard, stability. He had he had other daughters that weren't pipped down into the industry, which were her step sisters. and they had them over there broke. <laughs> had her hustling, pipping out her kid. Well, it's not her fault though. Mm. Like man, this is crazy. What we do to ourselves and our psyche is absolute crazy it's absolutely crazy i'm like this is oh my lord shout out to the world more says boomers are scared of their own shadow absolutely boomers scared to drive on the freeway they scared to drive on the freeway oh we got to take the freeway because all growing up boomers took the side streets like the freeway was not a thing for most boomers they get on the freeway and almost kill everybody but think they drive good I've never been in an accident, a boomer will say. I'm like, you cost 50 of them, I'm quite sure. And you just don't realize it because it was in your rear view mirror. All right, so I know that to be the case. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, man. And they still causing accidents today. They'll take the whole side streets through the whole city. Oh, I gotta get on the interstate. Nah, I'll take the side streets. <laughs> like, wow. He says, modern highways are not that old. No, nope, modern highways are not that old. Modern highways are not old. Do boomers when when boomers were children, they take shit like the Route 66. Not no wide interstate with five lanes. When they learned how to drive, there was not a five lane interstate. There was like maybe a two lane interstate. And the interstates had just got laid down. Look it up. The interstate system did not come into our country until the 1940s and 50s, right? Interstate 5, Interstate 10, all right? Interstate, if it's a 5, if it's a 5, it runs north and south. If it's a a 0, it runs east and west. That's a new system. It's new. Most people took back roads and country roads and shit, Route 66, highway, bruh. Mm. (laughs) All right, get your kicks on Route 66. They took a... They took a highway that had stoplights up and down it from Chicago to Southern California. That's how they got around. When people went from California, when people went from Illinois to California, they took Route 66 and it was stoplights the half of it. All the way through Albuquerque, Lubbock, <laughs> all through Oklahoma City into dead ass Nevada, no air conditioning to hell. Man, boomers grew up. That's how boomers learn how to drive their first car, down the strip, going to Dairy Queen. They see the interstate now. They're like, wow, this is crazy. People are driving by me and passing me and bunking their horns and flashing their lights and looking at me. Yeah, because you're trying to kill people out here. (laughs) They wonder why you're driving 40 on the interstate. (laughs) <laughs> we go. Here. I got to stop, man. Where are we at? Boomers, man. Because we're going to get on Gen Z's neck right now. But I got to get on the boomers neck. How, how far back on we? We got my man, Harold. I'm going to call you. Let me see if I can say your name. This is a sponsorship, and I'm going to get
2: on. I'm live, man.
0: Harold L says, I listened to your April 5th blue chip mindset in its entirety. That stream is only for 10% of men period he says i vote with my feet and i vote with my dollar you're the only content creator that i can watch start to end in long form p.s sharing your family history to that extent was unnecessary but much appreciated the next time your detractors demand proof give them the barbecue that's all they deserve and the barbecue in there all right people think i come on here and make up stuff man but it is what it is sometimes i gotta show a short receipt but it was what it was right and i let the people go now they doing research trying to find out who it was Last one is, J-Man says, uh gaskets are a man's best friend. And he says, gentlemen, the Jimmy hat is a gasket, <laughs> right? Wear them condoms out here. All right. Hey, let's finally, 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 The Rock. <laughs> has come back to the main event. And uh, we'll do it quickly here. It says right here, will ditching marriage be Generation Z's big mistake? I got the article. I got the title to this stream based on this article that uh, for right now, I haven't signed on to to access, but I've accessed it and read portions of it. Ditching marriage might be the biggest mistake Generation Z makes. Now, for me, just so you guys know, you know, I don't abdicate men getting married in today's culture. However, I do support the idea that marriages and two parent households are the best way to raise children. So people have a difficulty understanding what my philosophy is. I'm not anti-marriage under the circumstances of what's presented to men, what they don't know, the ignorance that men go into marriage, what women know about marriage, the family court system, no fault, divorce, you name it, child support. I don't abdicate when men get married under these conditions. In fact, I don't see any benefit, especially when women are doing their own thing and they're coming in, passing on collective a, a massive collection of bags to get through it. I don't see the benefit of today's modern marriage. So that's what I talk about to men. But marriage ideally should work and build communities, strong ones. Some of the weakest communities in our country are very much the least married. The least married communities are the weakest and the poorest. Take that for what it's worth. And I, I'm not an idealist. I am a realist. So I don't depend on hope and I don't tell people to go test it out to see if it works for you when there's a 50, 70% chance that it will not and you will be disenfranchised, financially bankrupt and lost your resources and access to your children. Why would I do this as a realist? So I see things as they are and what they're going to be as opposed to what I hope hope them to be. That's the difference, but my opinion is I'm not anti-marriage. Okay, not. But will Generation Z... Change course. The reality is, Generation Z is incredibly anti marriage. The men and the women. How is this going to affect them? It's going to lead to a massive amount of mistakes. Okay. First things first, first things first, let me go ahead and read a soliloquy (laughs) by a young Generation Z woman that I would assume that she starts off like this. And I got a lot to share here, got a lot to share on another four hour stream. Apologies. There's a woman here um, in this argument, in this so-called gender, gender war, which there is no gender war. It is clear that people are lunatics out here. She's going to say females are no prize. Be realistic. Half of us are ran through at a young age. Half y'all want men, a man, to pay all of the bills and expenses, your hair, nails, and outside food. Half of y'all are messy as F. To the point you can't see the floor of y'all's bedroom. She says, you can't clean at all. Dishes be in the sink for weeks. Half of y'all abusive as hell and think it's so cute. These are all the things that we've identified in this ladies going off. Half of y'all hop into new relationships or situationships quick as hell. And be insecure the entire time about the relationship and start acting controlling. Half of y'all don't feel anything but lust for your man half of y'all will cut off a man for taking advice from his own mama half of y'all don't know what the f you need and want and don't trust them the entire time because of your own insecurities and you treat a man like he's the one that played you in the past when you could in fact change your life and be a MFing blessing half of y'all don't let them have their own peace and she says, sleeping for hours, drink a little, be on game for hours after work. And uh, she says, go out with his friends. Half of y'all don't let him have his own peace. Don't even let a man hold the door for a lady without calling or without getting mad, calling him friendly or thirsty. Go out and ask these men. Pay for their gas, pay there for their meals, open the door for them once in a while. Be the driver instead of the passenger sometimes. Give them random gifts. Y'all get rejected by a man once and start calling them names laughing my ass off. He says, uh, taught these men that no means no. Can't be mad. They starting to learn their worth. Let's go ahead and give her the price is right. And a round of applause while we're out of here. Yes. <laughs> Now, that's just a real that's a realistic portrait of the current marketplace dating wise. And people won't admit it. And there's a lot of men that probably could qualify as not worth, not worthy of anything as well. But in the grand scheme of things, you're not seeing men saying that they're overly worthy of someone who is equal or better. Women are saying we want someone equal or better. All right. Most of the time, just better. So let's go ahead and share. Let's so go ahead and share this one right here, which I've been warning about. I've been telling about the cat food and the dog food for quite a long time now. And I'm going to show you a video a little bit later, which I forgot to pull up, of a woman eating dog food for dinner. Okay, let me see if I can get that lined up. But as you see right here, this video says, uh, this picture says, Gen Z gets more joy from seeing their pet happy than their partner, according to a poll. Okay. Okay. I mean, this is a sad indicator of where we're going. The dog mom culture that I've been talking about for quite a few years. I talked about it in my book published in 2019 of the dog mom culture. And you should be alarmed by it. Pet moms, if you will. A lot of these women uh, have it's mostly women and actually showed you the data. Mostly women are buying dogs. Mostly women are finding comfort in pets for mental illnesses or just comfort. Many Women are using this as a placement or misplacement for their nurturing they would do for their children in this age group. So many women biologically would have maybe one or two children be married and whatnot. But this misplaced nurturing goes to pets now. And a lot of women are doing this dog thing, which is weird because dogs typically were typically were a man's endeavor. Dogs were a man endeavor when I was growing up as a youngin. now you can't bring a dog by a woman, but I heard down there licking the dog's lips. I've seen it. I had a Kaylee over the other day. She ran to my dog who was in her crate and let the dog start licking her lips. Now that was the end of the date for me. It's the difficulty dating flatbacks. Cause if they see a dog, they will let the dog kiss on them. All right. And I'm sitting there like, what am I supposed to do with this shit now? But if you know this as a generation Xer and beyond and, and older, what were dogs? There's a phrase of what dogs were. I'm trying to find this dog eating food video. What it, Because they used to say diamonds are a what? Girl's best friend. What did they say dogs were? I just want to tell you how fast we flipped our culture. What were dogs? Dogs were a man's best friend. In our culture, dogs were a man's best friend. In Generation Z, that is not true. Many men don't have dogs at all. Many men have no dogs. Why? Because you actually have to feed this, this dog. In our culture today for Gen Z, the dogs are no longer the man's best friend. It is the girl's best friend. It is the teenage girl's best friend. The teenage wants nothing more than a dog. They don't want to be wives. They don't want to have children of their own. They want dogs. They'll have three dogs and no ability to feed the dogs. They'll come over here, jump on an old man's salami just so they can feed their dog. It's a weird culture we're in, but it is the culture we're in. Don't at me. This is the world we live in. So when you say men are out here doing what and what, you're also knowing that Gen Z, but the primarily women, they're not trying to engage in your partner's happiness and or having kids nurturing their own kids they're bypassing that and they'll use the dog in place of it do as you will but if you want to see the woman and um you know when you see the race of the woman you might not be, you might not be surprised at all this woman is going to go through a series of videos on TikTok hold on on TikTok guys this is the world you want you're going to be saying send it after this Check this out. Check this out. This woman has several TikToks of her eating dog food as a meal. Let's go ahead and roll that that footage. All right, here we go. Let's see here.
2: Oat milk. This is my favorite kind of oat milk. I thought if I poured oat milk on my dog food, it would kind of be like cereal. But it didn't taste very good. For lunch, I decided to put my favorite kind of hot sauce on my kibble and honestly, it tasted amazing. So delicious. For dinner, I did the same thing. Paired my dog food with Brussels sprouts and I was ready to play fetch. I'm just kidding. Keep following me on my dog food diet. Oh, the
0: humanity. Send it. Send it. Hey, man, listen, you can be mad at me all you want. I just get the. I'm just the deliverer of the message. I'm just the messenger. I know people try to boil my shit down into little sound bites, but it don't work. I'm giving y'all the God's honest truth. You want to even get more crazy? You want to even get more crazy than this? Remember, I'm delivering headlines. I don't make the news. Let's get a little bit more crazy. You want to see this headline here? Let me put this up on the screen. This is how disgusting it's getting. And I've been talking about this as well. According to the New York Post, who is somewhat of a reputable reputable magazine, Mississippi woman, age 19, Generation Z, filmed herself doing the nasty with the male dog. Send it. And there she be. There she be. You know, um, apparently there she is right there for all the women who say who has weight for all the B. She said the B word for all the B words who have some nerves to say I F my dog like, nah, the only dog I F was your boy. So stop saying it is ain't true. Okay, so here she is right there. Uh, There she is right there being led out to jail. And I think she shouldn't be let out that mother sucker right there. But uh, this is a thing that's been happening here. You know what I mean? And this is Generation Z. Why is this happening? Well, many of the baby boomers and Generation Xers who raised these kids were so selfish that they never paid attention to their kids. Many of these kids have been split up by families, family courts, and so forth. And the family courts don't even know your kid's name. But for some reason, everybody runs to the judge to get some sort of lesson on what to do for the best interest of their kids. You guys are absolute morons. All right? Yeah, you are. you like these families in West Virginia, and you have no hope. What about this one right here? Here's a young woman right here, young, beautiful sister, that I probably could not resist her. This is the current state of Gen Z. They're addicted to social media, so much so that she's going to introduce you to her boyfriend. This woman's Chloe Bailey. I'm assuming she has another boyfriend, but let's see who her boyfriend is.
2: Okay, so I'm ready to introduce my man to the world. I've been really private about my love life, but I think it's time now that I'm honest with you guys. So I want to invite you into my world, and I want you to meet my man, okay? We've been together for a little bit. And he makes me really happy. So babe. Yeah, I'm about to put you on live. Okay. You ready to meet him?
0: Yeah, man. Uh I love this man. And uh what a what a wonderful, wonderful joke this is, yeah. Yeah, introducing her man. Nobody. <laughs> all right. No man. Now, how is this possible? How is this possible? Well, a lot of bad decisions and so forth and so on. A lot of pursuits of your own endeavors. Selfishly, it's completely fine. I'm not telling you to go be a wife, but people out here have options. Then they pursue them and then they wonder why they can't have it all. All right. And so now she's saying I ain't got no man. All right. Let's see here.
1: Say hey, babe.
0: She's talking to herself, bro. Yeah, I'm online. She's filming and talking to herself. We oh, gone. Wanted to meet you. We gone. Send it. Uh-huh.
2: Okay, go back Isn't he handsome?
3: <laughs> I know I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where's my cuckoo? Where's my cuckoo clock? <laughs> this is that's not even funny. Shit ain't even funny, man. Like what? This is what we're this is what we're pushing out here. This is the agenda. She has a tremendous reach, a tremendous audience. This is what we're doing. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's look at this video and thank you for the ladies who are sharing on TikTok that makes the content creator's job much easier to explain the issue all right so we got a young lady here and i'm not sure the age but she put it on the internet so i'm sharing it all right uh let's go ahead and see what we've been told as men that we objectify women we only think about one thing we only think what our johnson okay we're thirsty that uh 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 we objectify women and so forth and so on well that has been that myth has all been dispelled by social media this is the current state of generation z women let's go ahead and play her video
1: i think a lot of y'all do not realize okay i have an average not even an average but like a body that every american
0: woman wants you know so moral story them things may not be swinging but this muck baby baby but the when it's swing come in and her titties be on 10 get it together yeah This one like us. Hello. (laughs) Since I don't know the age, I will hold off on commentary of what I possibly would do to them. But with that being said, haven't checked ID. Everything that we talked about earlier about objectification, sexualizing young women, children, potentially relationships, the jailbait age, and so forth and so on. We got here with this. This is where we are currently. And it's got no better. We just basically put the power into their hands. And this is what they're focused on. Instead of finding marriages, They're ditching them because this gives them way more benefit than actually doing the marriage. You see what I mean? This is Lilith's mirror. Lilith's mirror exposes the truth with the den of demons on the other side of the mirror. If you never know, heard of my stream about Lilith's, the spirit of Lilith, all right, Lilith's spirit, go ahead and check it out. I've done spirits on the Jezebel spirit. All right, Liliths Mirror and so forth and so on. I've broken this down. I have them here on the streams, platforms. They're everywhere. And they're ditching marriage. And they're oftentimes, we're blaming men. We're blaming men all around, which is absolutely weird because both people are playing a part in this ditching of marriage. Some men are playing a part because they cannot compete at all. They have no chance of competing because we're at this point where it's just too easy to get attention by the den of demons behind the littlest mirror. It's too easy to get monetization. There's way more money to be made. There's too many options, presumed options, until there's no more options. And then it's time for the men to buck up. See, the biggest thing that has happened specifically in the black community is that the men who were supposed to be the guys to pick up the pieces aren't picking up the pieces. Yeah, the stepdaddy ain't stepping up no more. What are they doing? They done went MGTOW. And they get shamed. Some of them went interracial dating and they got got shamed. Some of them went SYSBM and they got shamed. Some of them became red-pilled and they got shamed. Some of them became free agents and they got shamed. Some of them went and said, I'll buy directly from the source and lease and they got shamed. Some of them got their passport and flew and they got shamed. Some of them listened to Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate and they got shamed. Some of them stopped approaching them in public, and they got shamed. Black men were there. And this isn't just the black community. They all, men just said, I'm going monk mode, and they got shamed. Oh, you're an incel. Do you see what's happening here? Do you see what's happening here? And then the men, even when they don't try to participate, they get shamed because they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. If they don't look good and they talk to a woman, it's harassment. If he looks good, it's flirting. Men have figured this out. Not only that, me too. A lot of things have defeated it. And you have the inst- you have Instagram and TikTok. Only fans is in our culture seeking arrangements in, the, in our culture where the woman has monetized themselves and women are pursuing them. And men still get blamed. Mm. How are men getting blamed for this solely? Like that woman said in her soliloquy or a beautiful one, it's half their fault, too. Half of them have major problems. Not only that, the average age of marriage has increased to almost a decade in the last 15 years. It went from 21 to damn near 32 at this point. And not only that, more 40-year-old women are having kids than 20 years old. 20 years old. More 40-year-old women are having kids than 20-year-olds. What are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we going? It's the man's fault. It's all of our fault. It's the dirties, the dusties. And then when I speak about this, I'm the one getting persecuted. I didn't, I didn't create this problem. Okay. I was given this world. I didn't make it. I'm just the one speaking out for it and trying to point the truth to it. Here's what we got. If you didn't if you didn't see what you had on this video, I would like to run it again for you. All right, here we go. I think a lot of y'all do not realize, okay, I have an average not even average, but like a body that every American woman wants, you know. So, moral story: Them things may not be swinging, but this muck, baby baby, but that's when their swing come in and her titties be on 10. Get it together. Yeah, get you one like us. Hello, <laughs> I think I'm gonna assume that's gonna be a 18-year-old because uh, she has a tattoo on her chest. What is going on with all the tattoos? Statistically, in Generation Z, 61% of women have tattoos. I'm going to say it again. For Gen Z, 61% of women have tattoos. The majority of them have multiple. For Gen Z, and only 40% of Gen Gen Z men have tattoos. Everybody... We flip culture on its head, but it's still going to be men's fault. For sure, it's all going to be men's fault.
2: And it it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault.
0: I've talked about what this means a lot of times, all right? But I'm not going to talk about kindergarten shit anymore. We need the real. All right, what about this? What about this? Let's share this woman right here. Bottle service girls, Okay monetize. I always tell you about the monetized woman. The monetized woman. And people keep saying, tricking. keep people saying pay for play. There's no such things as those anymore. All women are for pay for play. All of them. And they almost always have been. We just haven't seen it until I pointed you to the truth. You guys are paying. And if you're not paying, they'll find somebody to pay them. Here you go. Gen Z right here. How much what's your biggest tip as a bottle service girl? Here we go. Instead of marriage, right? These guys, these, these women are like, no nah, man, marry. No, uh-uh, no. I'm gonna go be a bottle service girl. I'm gonna go out here, runk, walk around in these streets wearing my tip shirt. In these streets. <laughs> this is the option they're choosing ahead of marriage. They're ditching it all together. They're saying men don't want to commit. Many women are going this route. Let's go ahead and play it.
2: Toby, what's the biggest tip you've made as a bottle girl? Fifteen hundred.
1: Okay, I see. It should be more. It
2: should be more, but that's good. Deja, what's the biggest tip you've made as a bottle girl? I just started, but Okay, Faith, what's the biggest tip you've made as a bottle girl? Yeah, me, what is the biggest tip you've made as a bottle girl? Yeah, Des, what's your biggest tip you've made as a bottle girl? Well,
0: Two bands for Des. All right, somebody in the comment section says, <laughs> Somebody says, and where are the chocolate women though? I did see a couple of black women uh, on this one, uh, they were light skinned. Someone says here uh, they're all looking the same, right? They all have the same look despite being different races. If you didn't know that, I often talk about the racial ambiguity that we are reaching in our country. We're going to reach a country, uh, and this has been predicted a long time ago, where we're all going to look pretty much the same um, in many of these uh, metropolises, as I call them. The bigger cities, people will start to murk. You won't be able to tell who people are. Now, when you go into the country, rural areas, suburbs, it will be very distinguishable. They're very distinguishable. But the cities are going to look like a homogenized culture, if you will. All right. Racially ambiguous people. And but what we do here, because people will even look the same and dress the same and then they will think they're unique. Oh, I have a tattoo. I'm unique. Uh, You're not unique. You look like everybody else. All right. I have a wig and fingernails and all that. You look like everybody else. With that being said, these women are getting a nice bag. I'm sure it's not just for bottle service work. I'm sure it's not for just bottle service work. If you go through any country, many women who work in bars like this also double dip and let men double dip for tips, all right? But that's neither here nor there. If these women are pulling these type of dollars down, I can almost guarantee you that they're cohorts, their opposite gender mates and their age group are not pulling anywhere near these dollars. That's going to create a problem, which I can only say, ladies going to get your money. But I know men, their ages aren't getting those dollars. And I know the men that they possibly might be getting these tips from aren't men in their age group. And so that they're doing a little bit of work under the Jimmy hat. That's what it is. They're willing to do it. And this is gonna be making their, their this is gonna be making marriage difficult. Somebody says all these women are cap. I mean, they're not, man. It's not, it's not. I know this to be the case. Matter of fact, I can prove it. All I would have to do is set up a podcast like Fresh and Fit here in Las Vegas, and I could give you some great content. All right, but it's gonna run out, right? So these opportunities are gonna run out for them. They're gonna age out. It's gonna be very this this type of work is very demanding. Um, it's taxing, you know, stripper hours are not easy to live. Uh, they got to deal. Oh, also, you know, what's a big thing that is not talked about. You know what a big thing is not talked about. It's often talked about, about men, but it's not talked about, about women, but I'm going to bring it up. And women, women, ladies, you know, this, if you've ever done work like this, if men deal with working girls on the street, if when, if men watch a lot of uh, pornography, What typically do people say happened to that guy? If men watch a lot of pornography and they deal with girls, women of the night. What typically is going to happen to that guy mentally? What what will he think about women? This is this is constantly talked about. Okay, what will he think about? He will think he will he will hate women. They talked about he will hate them because he's going to see things that confirm his suspicions about women. Like that they're whore, like all women are whores. Well, if you're dealing with streetwalkers, yes, right? They're all whores. Uh, if you're going to dealing with pornography, they're, they're all the women that you deal with. You're going to be it's going to be confirmed and you're going to end up hating them. And so typically guys lash out on the very women that they are getting pleasure from, which is a it's a mental uh, something happens mentally to them. Like, they'll go and deal with women of the night, and then they'll delete one. Why? I hate whores. And you're like, wait a minute. You were just getting served by them. And that's a mental thing. They get become jaded. Now, this happens to women who do jobs like this. Any woman that has ever had OnlyFans and in Instagram, any woman that has ever had been bottle service girl and hostess, a waitress, a waitress, a, a go-go dancer, um, uh, a stripper, any, any of these jobs that somewhat they're making all this money what's typically going to happen is they're going to hate men. They're never going to be able to see the true value of a good man because at a young age they've been exposed to guys that are sleazy, uh, men offering them money, them taking the deal, and then dealing with old men, penetrating them, touching them, creeping on them, creeping guys, dealing with guys that they have to have security against, leaving the strip club at 6 in the morning, pimps hustlers, players, married men, tricks. They're going to hate men. If they have an Instagram where they're showing their wares and men are in their DMs and uh, Instagram comments and OnlyFans and they're telling them to do this and leak feet and suck they're going to hate men. They're going to hate men. And then they're only 20 and 21 and 22 and they're letting the dude uh they're asking a guy is asking them and paying the money to dookie on them. Or they want, they're getting paid to get dookied on. How healthy is this gonna be for this woman to later become marriage material? They're gonna hate men. And they're messed up for good. Not only for good, but for,
2: for, for, for life.
0: For nobody's life. talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. So then when these women then only look at men as a resource, as a wallet, as a means to an end, now that they might have dried up or they've been, what, burnt out from this lifestyle, then they want men to take on this baggage. When she really hates men, she really doesn't see the true value of the man. Then they blame the guy for not marrying them. What
2: happened? Where did all the men go?
0: When they really don't like men they just using the guy, all right? And they're just dumping their trash in his lap. Let's talk about this one right here. Somebody needs to do an entire breakdown of that. All right, here we go right here. This woman here, another Gen Z woman. I've done another video about her, but here's another one. I want you to listen to what happens when you do too much analysis. You get paralysis. You guys are overthinking this. It is not this difficult. Let's go ahead to this one right here.
1: You know who never tells me that I'm wrong about my ideas on chivalry and dating and men having to pay for everything? Married mothers with young children. Like, if you had to carry a baby to term, experience the biological changes that comes with that, the biological risks, the career setback, all the sacrifices you have to do to birth this child into the world, and then for a man to have you do all that, and you still have to pay your 50%, mm-mm, Sahara Desert. I think it's easy for young women who are otherwise unmarried, unencumbered, no kids, like you're living your best life, to think that it'll always be like this. That being with a man doesn't put you at a risk, at a disadvantage. And I'm just out here telling you ladies to vet better and do better. Because these men, they're not dumb. They're always going to get the best bang for their buck. So don't think that you're asking for too much when all you're really asking for is the bare minimum.
0: I've heard this said quite a few times. I'm asking for the bare minimum. This is a non, th- this is not true. They're saying I'm asking for the bare minimum. And then when you say, okay, what do you, what do you, what do you, um, what are you going to give me? They give you the bare minimum, but they're not asking for the bare minimum. When you take into consideration that some of these women are strippers and former strippers. I did a whole video on a woman on the internet that has gone viral. And the woman's a reformed stripper, a hip hop thought, a single mother, tattooed, a uh, booty implanted, leftover, and an OnlyFans model. I say she's asking for too much at that, and everybody comes in. Eighty-five percent of men, particularly black women and black men and women, defended her. Defended her. Well, she only asked it for the bare minimum but she's bringing in a lots of baggage people aren't connecting the two. They're letting people have a lot of baggage, bring in the bare minimum or ask for and request what they're assuming is the bare minimum. That's not the bare minimum. You're bringing in trash and asking for minimum. When the other men who knocked you up and pregnated down your throat and paid you for sex gave you none of those things. That's the difference. None of them. They gave you none of those things. You required none of those things from those men. You allowed them to get your best years. You allowed them to do the most debaucherous activities for money or status. You allowed them to do it. And these people then say, She's asking for the minimum. No, she's not. She's not asking for the minimum. She's not worthy of the minimum at this point. Why should I give her the minimum when nobody else was required to do so and they got the best out of her? See, this is what we're doing now. This is what we're doing. It ain't the minimum. The minimum will be when you're in your prime. That will be when you request the minimum. Not when you've been all deaded out, it out. You, Your whole life is an absolute dumpster fire. And now you want to throw it at these men and say, this is only the minimum. It is not. It's a very, very unstable request, but we're allowing this to fly. And men are caping for these people but i can't blame them and you get what you get out here this is another one how many videos here i'm gonna skip a video because it's quite lengthy um we got two more then i'm gonna do super chats we gonna get the hell up out of here all right here we go right here this is a woman i think there's music on it so you gotta watch her right here she says uh i don't want a guy who sends me roses and chocolates to my job okay all right all right let's go let's go i wait a minute
1: and sends me roses and chocolates
3: to my job, I don't want a job. I need a man that understands I've got yoga to get to, a Botox appointment, and above all I can't be somewhere 40 hours a week, i got dreams to pursue. I don't want a guy that sends me roses and chocolates to my job. I don't want a job. I need a man that understands I've got yoga to get to, a Botox appointment, and above all I can't be somewhere 40 hours a week, i got dreams to pursue. why do I am sexy.
0: Anybody that doesn't see the problem with this. Then you're the problem.
1: And that's you.
0: Anybody that doesn't see the problem with this, you're the problem.
1: And that's you.
0: There's too many problems to unpack and I don't have the time. I don't have the time. It's obvious. First of all, take a look at the individual. Second, the attitude. I mean, she's aged. She's not in her prime selective years. She is still somewhat attractive for somebody and not a bad catch. But she's not in her prime selective years. Okay, She already went down the path and she entered and hit the glass ceiling. She hit the wall in her professional career. She's tired. She's worn out, exhausted. Now she wants to jump back and take the other route. All right, I'll take the other route. I'll cooperate. Number three, her attitude is shitty. It's shitty. So that's what I'm getting. That's why you're getting with me, so I can just take you off of your job plantation, so you can go to yoga. That's the only reason you're going to be get with me. Not for love. All this shit is is demands. It's just demands. There's nothing reciprocal. Well, I'll, I, it, it doesn't mean she's not going to give anything back. Okay, I want to know what I'm getting back. Why can't men ask this question? Well, she'll give it back. All you have to do is find out and marry her. No, we... Dude, men are not doing it no more. They're not doing it. They're not taking the risk. You'll find out if you if you commit to me. No. All you want to do is shop and have your white picket fence and uh, uh, eventually bring a bad attitude debt. Because you wanted to be CEO by 30, and now you're 36, and now you want to be a power couple. Mm. Now you want to go to yoga at 10 and brunch at noon and see your personal trainer and fornicate with him on the side. See, Guys aren't doing this. You see what I mean? This is sad that men can't even put the opposite truth out as to why this woman doesn't get what she wants. It's obvious. But when you say it, guess what? Who hurt you? There's not a power couple there. That is a parasite. And she's looking for a host. Okay, that's what she's looking for. That's a parasite. Last video. This woman says she's single by choice. This is the baby boomers. This is what eventually happens to the people who choose to not go this path, sell themselves, monetize themselves. Listen to this shit. And you want to hear her solution? This is a PhD in psychology, ladies and gentlemen. If that doesn't tell you anything about degrees, when you hear this shit, you will have heard it all. Let's let her explain it. I'm single by
3: choice. I will tell anybody, do not come in here and disrupt my peace. If you're not going to protect my peace and preserve my peace, I'm not interested. I am open to the idea, but it just has to be right.
2: Sociologist Chris Marsh is the author of the new book, The Love Jones Cohort, Single and Living Alone in the Black Middle Class. It's funny you say that because I'll never forget. I think it was my senior year of high school and my father encouraged me to stay loyal to my career because it'll be more loyal to you than any man. But my mom was on the other side and said, but a career can't keep you warm at night.
0: Now, just so, this advice has been given mostly by women, but the the mother was speaking the truth on this one. Many of your parents sabotage the hell out of you with this goofy shit right here. Sabotage your own kids. Many boomer parents sabotage their own kids with this goofy shit. But let's continue.
3: Like yes a career cannot keep you warm at night but you got a whole bunch of like heated blankets and stuff that you- <laughs> I would argue how about we think about it more from a structural perspective how about you pay black folks reparations and then you might see the marriage rates change
0: New 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 world order. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. Martin Luther King didn't see that coming. He looking at this bitch like what? This dude right here, the black, the the Negro community frowning upon her against the Negro community is like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sitting here like this.
1: What that mean?
0: Yes, she said that. She said it. Let's continue to see her spin this shit. Let's continue.
2: Help us understand how you believe reparations could increase the rate of black people getting married.
3: We have to understand that at some point, black Americans could not own property. If you pay black folks reparations, you now have increased the pool of people that have resources. They have wealth. And you might see the marriage rates increase for black America.
0: Yeah. Hey, gentlemen, if you're in the community, get out right now. These are the people who have the solutions for you. Run fast. Get out, bro. This is man. These are your leading people. These are your leading voices. Your educated people here. I'm single by choice, but if we have reparations. I have got it has resources. Yo <laughs> oh man, what are we doing, man? This is this is this is what the education system has done for you right here. Cultural Marxism at best. Super chats. Richie is in the building and says, Coach is not happy. I'm not happy, brother. I'm this, not this happy. Bullshit today. <laughs> I mean, listen. It is what it is. Mr. Shabazz says Kansas City just built uh the 71 North in 1998. Yes. Some of these interstates and highways are new, 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 new. That's why boomers get scared. Mr. Cali Bravo says, damn, coach, this is how the great reset works. This is how the great reset works, man. We've reset people's whole life and expectations, and you're seeing people just, I mean, we're going to be in trouble. The decisions you're making today, uh, you guys, you know, they came up with the stat." 50 some percent of women will be single and childless by age 30, by 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 seven years, seven years or so. You see why you're seeing exactly why. And I'm just showing you uh, uh, I'm trying to take the pressure off of men, right, because that men are being blamed. And it's like, are we seeing the world the same? Because I'm seeing that the women are pretty much saying we don't want this shit. And then they only want it when what their life is a damn dumpster fire right they're like all right i'm a slump bucks uh i'm a slump bucket now all right here we go take me as i am if you don't like me at my worst you can't have me at my best your best is gone ma'am slump busters out here Kalen says and he shall take a wife in her virginity a widow or a divorced woman or a prof- or a profane or harlot he says these shall not these he Not take now. You I can't read already online. Now you're giving me biblical quotes to read. (laughs) All right, Jesus, help me. What's going on, man? You got what is this, man?
1: What that mean? (laughs) All right.
0: Speaking of, right here. All right, it's Easter Sunday. I'll get my lukewarm Christian on. It's Leviticus 21, 13, and 14 in the King James Version if you want to read it. Leviticus 21, verse 13 and 14. All right. I ain't reading that shit. (laughs) Come on, man. I'm already got a problem with reading and putting the words together and shit. Anyway. What are we doing? KW says, the woman in the red was looking... At her spit that reparations is Martin Luther Lee. If you did not notice that, even the woman saw that, heard that Martin Luther Lee shit. I mean, heard that reparations talk. And even she was like, I'm sorry, what? Reparations going to help the marital rate? I'm going to have to pause her face in a minute. And that sister with the Halle Berry haircut, she can get it. Hey, ladies, what's going on with the hair, man? All right, the hair thing is just going too crazy, man. Let me see if I can get it. We got uh, two more. Let's see here, yeah, two more that have. Um, on. let me see if I can pull this up. This is the right. Warm at night, <laughs> <laughs> like
3: yes, a career cannot keep you warm at night, but you got a whole bunch of like heated blankets and stuff that. You, <laughs> I would argue. How about we think about it more from a structural perspective? How about you pay black folks? <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs>
0: she was like I'm sorry okay where are you going with this look at her face by the way whoever this sister is uh come see me after class reparations and then you might <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm sorry what why people always why are people trying to always get free money I'd see the marriage rates change
2: help us understand how
0: <laughs> she's like this <laughs> she tried to draw a line in her head look she didn't left the job. She's like trying to visualize and connect the dots. She's like, OK, wait, if I put this over here, I like, I got the marriage rates over here. Right. She looking like I got the marriage rates over here. Reparations over here. All right, how do we get? <laughs> she confused as hell. Shout out to this sister right here. Bang. I fold her ass up. over two.
2: You believe reparations could increase the rate of black people getting married.
0: <laughs> She's like. She said, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. She was about to malfunction. She was like, hold up. No government name, SD. He says, Coach, why don't all young men run around? Th- Wait, why, do, why don't why do all young men running around thinking that they will be a CEO by 30? LOL. He says they don't understand how elite a CEO is. Propaganda is wild. Have a great weekend, Coach. Yep. Yeah. Men don't do that. Men find their lane and they work within the hierarchy and realize that they have to work out. All right. You know, we talk about the prime years for men. This is typically when they built something or when they're in the process of building. And typically that doesn't take place until late, late 20s. If you're lucky and prepared many times into your mid 30s and in some cases your mid 40s, your early to mid 40s. That is going to be prime selection years, not prime sexuality, right? Prime selection years where your value is then based on what you're able to provide, which is the basis of nature. Okay, I don't want to hear about you skinny bird-chested dudes with your little six-pack abs running around here on your tippy-toes, swinging your hips on TikTok, talking about you got a little bit of muscle on your body because you've been downing creatine and protein like it's the damn oxygen, and you're running around here talking about we in our prime years. You ain't in shit, bird chest. You ain't in nothing right now. So you're getting a little booty at the college dorm. That is not a prime. You're not in your prime. And you're horny, and you got the you got the you got the uh energy of a of a horse. That's not your prime. <laughs> that is not your prime, you horny boy. You got the energy and the stamina of a stallion. That doesn't make you a prime. <laughs> Here we go. Juco Joe in the building. Hello. Yeah, these bird-chested dudes think they've got something out here. Man, I mean, I'll cave your whole chest in. You would be calling me, you would be calling me II i Captain. Why? Because your chest will be sunken. I don't want to hear a damn thing. One of the things that men in the black community, and particularly in men in general, need to understand, that it is the men who are older that have the more value, even to yourself, Mr. Sunken Chest, Mr. Mister uh, Creatine Muscles. No man... Is old and doesn't have value on the opposing side. Typically, women are in that predicament, but men who throw men to the side because they're old and you think you know it all and you just a young muscle head. You got it wrong, sir. You got it wrong. That's not how it works, ninja. You can't even get a credit card with a damn. Credit, uh, your credit score is all under sub six hundred, and you can't even get a credit card with a with an available credit line of two thousand dollars. I don't want to hear shit about you. When I got credit cards with five figure balance not balances, five figure available credit, yeah, work on that shit. All you can get is some damn Doritos, Fritos, and a couple of bags of gummy worms. All right, and you running around here talking about what the hell, old man, talking about? (laughs) all right we don't want to hear shit about what young dudes want to hear and what you got because you ain't got no gray in your beard this is a symbol of testosterone and wisdom you on the other hand you can barely put a beard together but anyway (laughs) all right anyway you can barely wash between your ass in the morning you don't even take showers between Jim and banging these harlots that you're banging, so I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. Your beer look like you—your beer look like you homeless out here, and you got the nerve to put coach's name in your mouth. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio, looking at a guy out here hollering my name. It's super hard to sit here in this studio looking at a guy hollering my name when my name is the almighty see god allah it is the king of kings it is the king of content my worst days are your best days my worst days are your best days but anyway <laughs> all right shout out to juco joe in the building He says, Coach, here's some money for the Jasmine Rice. He says, thanks for all of the content and education. Never coming back from the junior college. He says, send me out with uh, Joe Biden. All right, shout out to you. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. (laughs) You look like a freshman. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go right here. Uh, Let's see here uh das i'm getting to the super chats too uh das token says your description he says you've described my little brother with the bird chest and creatine can't do a single pull-up <laughs> diary of a wimpy kid for real for real all right they got all these damn non-functional muscles and they think they know what they are doing mr jim bro over there all right with the tank top all right those those muscles can't do shit those muscles can't do they have no function they're all for vanity purposes all right. Why don't you get some muscles that could do something instead of connect the muscles to your mouth and watch your mouth do all the running? All right. We don't want to hear shit about that. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right. Look. Hey, we got uh, what we got here? Shout out to Stony Montana, Stony Montana. Shout out to JC. First payment of one hundred and twenty for Hooked on Phonics for CGA. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to Samson Keller says, we can see from the welfare template that reparations would only hurt the marriage rate. I mean, come on. Crazy, crazy mind. But of course, people looking for a bailout, looking for some free money. All right, shout out to Demon Deacon OG, pretty thug. Jesus, KS is rolling over in his grave. KS, I would love to see Kevin Samuels. You're actually right. You're actually right. I would love to see Kevin Samuels interview this woman here, this woman. We have to understand, I would love KS to interview this woman. Where are you at? KS, please come back. Please. I guess that's not happening. All right. But please, that would be fantastic. But that being said, we do have a stream later on tonight. So the weekend is not here yet. But what's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? But it will be here soon enough. And if you're on Locals and Patreon Money Mindset, our streams are going to be Saturday this weekend because I got to do something. Hit the like button. On the way out, thank you for the support, and have a good weekend. If I don't see y'all tonight, and we out of here, let's end it out with Kaylee. Peace.
1: Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to.